tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. To the, the dumbest, dumbest part of your day. Bing bang. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Coach, we have a clock. You can just look at the clock. No. He's like, no, 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 no. I got to do it for amateurs. Maybe he can tell time just by smelling in general. Maybe- I smell the chode and it tells me. <laughs> it tells me how much stoppage time we're going to have. Chode <laughs> sniffing. Sniffing the bone and chode sniffing. Right here on The Fan. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka do. You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. Welcome in on campus. Uh, that too. Huh? Hi, Bone. Hi, man. All the news and notes you need as we go on campus. Yeah, there you go. Coming up at 448. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer in the 5 o'clock hour. It's my favorite day of the week because it's Wild Card Wednesday. Oh, yes, That's right. Is. You control the stupidity of this show by tweeting us dumb comments or topics at Man and Bone 971 and we'll try and get to as many as we possibly can. Mm. Um, I've got this one from Jeff's Gentleman Sausage to get us started. I hadn't considered this one. He said, my Topanga Riders. All right. Calm down. What do you think of Sean Payton taking Sean. over as head coach for the Browns? Not likely, but I don't know that I necessarily believe he'll be any better than any of the other well, dummies me, who have me, done the job. Let me throw this at you. Uh, Sean Payton is, I believe, far and away a better option than dumb Kevin Stefanski. Yes. That's right. However, can we stop talking about Sean Payton like, oh my God, Jesus Christ is coming back (laughs) to coach in the NFL, and Uh, any team would be so lucky to have this guy. Yeah. Look, he won a Super Bowl. He's a good coach. He also probably should have gone to the Super Bowl with that team more than he did, right? It's It was a nice story at the time. He's a good coach, but this notion that he could walk into any city and just pick his job, I don't understand that. No, I, I, I really don't get why it is at that level with him. Now, I know there are, I guess the answer to that is, we know that probably half the owners in the league would go, Sean Payton's available, get him, do whatever you gotta do. Because they're out of, they don't have any ideas. They don't ever think like, hey, maybe we should go, talk to someone who's been a coordinator in this league for like a really long time, or they'll, they'll, they'll either go with guy who's been a failed coach 19 times or guy who's been in the league for 12 minutes and had one great offensive performance as a play caller. They're like, give this guy the keys to the franchise right now. Cliff Kingsbury was mediocre at Texas tech. And they were like, get this handsome son of a bitch up here right now. We got to let him run the team. We got to let him do everything. This is not, but this has always been like this though. I mean, not necessarily like that, but it's always been a reactionary league. You know, back in the eighties and nineties, it was the era of the backup quarterback where it's, Oh my God, Scott Mitchell. Yes. Scott Mitchell was good for six games. We need to give him all the money. 
Here you go. You're our new starting quarterback, Scott Mitchell. Steve Bono. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah. He came in and, and now we're doing the same thing with coaches where it's like this guy, Nathaniel Hackett is the perfect example. He wasn't exceptional really at any level, but he managed to get together with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, right. For one season and Aaron Rodgers had another MVP year. And it's what, where has this guy been hiding? He's been hiding nowhere. He's been around. Right. But now all of a sudden you're obsessed with him. Yeah, it's a reactionary league. It always has been. It always will be. Yeah, reactionary like copycat is another thing, too. And so I guess the Sean Payton thing to go back to that, it would it's not even it's not even like reactionary or copycat. It's he won a Super Bowl and then stopped coaching at that place where he won the Super Bowl, ignoring that some of those years were not great. Right. But the the answer is he won a Super Bowl in New Orleans. So therefore, we should try him at our job. Like someone will give him a job clearly because they think he could go do that here, but we really don't have any evidence that he's just going to come in and do it again. He did like, we're glossing over the fact he had drew Brees as his quarterback. That may have been one of the primary reasons why he was able to win a super bowl. You could even make the argument. He had a lot of years with drew Brees and only winning one super bowl. Probably should have won some more, right? Like, We've said that about people say that about Aaron Rodgers. Like, how does Aaron Rodgers not won more right, Super people Bowls? People say that about Mike McCarthy. Yes, they've said it about the coaches with Aaron Rodgers. How did you not win more Super Bowls? But Sean McVay won one with a guy who I would argue is just as good or better than Aaron Rodgers in his career in Drew Brees. And we're just like, oh yeah, Sean Payton, get, bring him to your team, Super Bowl bound. Ah, so, suspended for a year. Don't worry about it. Yeah, right. Had, had having like, James played him in a movie. Had Bounty Gate. Kind of was a big misjudgment on his part. Now forget that. That doesn't matter. So whatever. I'm, I'm again. Would he be better than Kevin Stefanski? Yes. Well, that, yeah. There's a right. line of coaches that I would think are better than Kevin Stefanski. That doesn't mean I'm necessarily thrilled if that's who they go get. By the way, he won't take the job. Why the hell would he take? There's the job? no reason for him to come coaching Cleveland. Well, like I, I've heard this before, where it's like, well, look, he's looking for jobs where there's a stable quarterback in place. Yeah, all right. The Chargers' job's probably going to be open. Boy, that would be a lot more he stable, lived, I would He think. lives in Los Angeles, as we've been told a million times. You have a stable quarterback there. You also have a stable quarterback there that, if it hits the fan, can go away without crippling your franchise. If Deshaun Watson is not good, there's no recovering from that. You are guaranteeing this guy $236 million. Yeah. Why would a coach want to hitch his wagon to that? No idea. I don't, I don't know why you would think, also, let me sign up to try to be the one to fix Cleveland if you've got other options, right? If you're, this is why the Browns are going to have to go hire someone who's either out of the league and wants to be a head coach again, or they're going to have to hire the next, hopefully not Kevin Stefanski, but a guy like that, right? A hot coordinator that hot. everyone says, you got to bring him up. He's the next boy genius. They're either going to hire someone like that who's unproven or they're going to go get someone who is out of the league and for various reasons, just not that like not viewed as being any good anymore. And then they would have to resurrect that guy's career. Sean Payton is not in that situation. He's out of the league by apparently his own choice. And he's just waiting for the right offer, which will come. He will get multiple offers. He stayed away for a while too, which I think also makes him more attractive, right? Yeah. That's, he's, yes, he's hanging right. around the game, but he's away. When I was a much younger man, I had a, a girlfriend for a year. We dated. We broke up because, you know, we fought. We didn't see eye to eye on things. We had right. some good times, but 
couldn't see it as a long-term relationship. Sure. So okay. we broke up. I stayed, started dating a new girl who I did not like at all. Mm. You know, and I, it's, I'm like a month into this relationship and I'm trying to make it work because she's super hot, but annoyed the hell out of me on every other level. And I see the old girlfriend out one night. Mm-hmm. I go, oh, look at her. <laughs> look, did she do something to her? No, looks the same. No. Smells the same. Talk to her. Exactly the same. Personality has not changed. Man, I want her. Why? Because she's away from me now. Right. I have forgotten about all the problems that we had. You're you're focused on the new issues that you have in the current relationship. That's, that's you're right. Misremembering I'm how ignoring, good the old good times and were. So what did my dumbass do? Went back with her. Oh, really? And how'd that go for It you? lasted a couple months and then it was like, I this is the same. Yeah. I don't know why I built you up so much. I think that's almost the same thing with Sean Payton. Yeah. I think you're right. Well, at the very least, Sean Payton. Maybe he may be a great coach and he may go prove us all wrong with what we're saying. I just don't think it's a slam dunk like everyone else. This seems to think it would. Be. You know what? I, I heard one of the dumbest rumors is that he would go back to New Orleans. Right? Well, yeah, to reunite with Tom Brady. And, right. <laughs> Tom Brady would go to the Saints. Yeah. Like, I, oh, I don't. Why? First of all, why are we thinking that Tom Brady's going to be any worthwhile guy know. to have on your team he's next not, year? He's not good right now. No. Is, that, he, is, is Tom Brady going to star in Cocoon 3? <laughs> right. Tom Brady, I guess the only argument for Tom Brady next year is, well, this is like one of the worst years of his personal life he's ever had. His That's fine. And if he were 34 years old, I would throw it away. Right. No, the, the argument would be, He's distracted by his marriage no, falling apart. that's and not by it. FTX imploding Giselle and all the legal leaving issues. Leaving him is not the reason why he can't throw the ball more than 30 yards down the field I, anymore. Dude, I completely agree with you that people who think that's... I'm saying that's the argument out there. The way you shoot that down is to say, this guy, personal life, if it mattered to him, his marriage wouldn't fall apart. The fa- like this dude wanted to come back and play football so bad he basically left everything behind to say no I must play football it wasn't about the the marriage falling apart why he's playing bad he's just bad he would have overcome all that if he still had the talent to do it in his arm his arm's falling apart he's not as good as he, he used to be no he is a freak of nature we are watching him I, I can't believe the precipitous fall yes, of Tom Brady that's what we were five watching times undefeated yeah it's going to happen for him yeah, I know, but the the narrative is: what if he comes back? He's unprecedented. What, what, what if? if he comes back and does it somewhere not expecting? Okay. Fine, I'll All be right. shocked when that occurs. I don't think that's likely. All right, it's Wild Card Wednesday. <laughs> Send us your things. I'd like more nonsense than that, though. That was too that's fine. Like, I know. First take. We we have some we have some nonsense, so we'll we'll get there. Uh, Travion Henderson says he won't play in the Peach Bowl. He's going to be out for the playoffs. He's having surgery on his foot. He says, "I have to have surgery on my foot because it's gotten that bad since the third game." I've just been making it worse going back out there. It's real painful. I barely practiced all season. I went through a bunch of different cleats to try and push through it, but the pain was crazy. I really don't know how I was able to push through it in the games I did play in. I just tried to do the best I can. I was never at 100%. Um, I think that's pretty clear watching him. Again, I have the same question. I, I had the same question for Jackson Smith and Jigba. Not necessarily for him, but whoever was behind him trying to get back out there and give it a go what's with the stops and starts i mean if this is an issue that needed surgery from week three 
What are we fooling around with new cleats and trying to get out there and pain tolerance? Fix the problem. Well, right. This is what I don't understand how that's occurring if that's a if that's an OSU coaching situation where I'm not putting on Ryan Day necessarily, but like if the trainers are saying, Yeah, man, he's good to go. We think he can do it. It's just a pain tolerance issue. It's not going to hurt anything any further. And so then Ryan Day's like, okay, so then we need to kind of bark at him a little bit, see if he wants to go. And then the players, of course, are motivated by their coach, comes in and is like, hey, man, trainer said you're good. I want to see you out there. I, I think can, you can I do can it. I can see doing that once, though. Right. But I'm, once that doesn't work. I'm not saying it is that case. I'm asking if it's not that, what would else? what else would it be? Other than guys just saying, I don't care about anything in my future. I'm just going to go out and play right now because I really want to. Also possible, right? These guys are all competitive. They want to get it back out on the field. They want to show what they can do. That may be it, too. I don't know. That may be it, but then that's the coaching staff's job to look at that guy and say, hey, man, I I respect what you're trying to do here. However, you're no good to us at 50%. Yeah. All right. right. You're no good to yourself at 50% for your future, and you're no good for this team right now at 50%. We can do next man up. And if it was just one player, I think we'd all say, well, maybe it was just a weird situation with that guy. It's multiple players we've seen this year where there were yes. fits and starts, and it's it's odd. Uh, more on this. And then we had another Buckeye saying he's coming back to play next season. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. Delays expected on the west side of I-70 eastbound between Mount Street and Route 315. Plan about a five-minute slowdown. And on the north side of I-71 southbound between Weber Road and 17th Avenue, traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by FanDuel. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, get your money paid fast. This football season, make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. I'm the NRA with Fan Traffic. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Wednesday. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinder Motor Company. It is Wild Card Wednesday. All right, Mike, a couple wild cards for you. Drew Snyder, I don't know why I said his last name. Drew says, my guys, what's one item that you wish didn't exist, but you but you use often? So something you wish was not a thing, but you use it all the time. Social media. That would have been my, that's, yeah, social media for me. The internet, maybe, as a whole. No, I like the internet. I, I, I feel the internet's important because we can get information, and you can find info, and you can find yes, out new things. but it's also much easier to find the wrong information. I, it is. Very You're quickly. Right. You're right. But I, social media, the whole other aspect with social media where it's like, this thing happened, give us your thoughts, and now a billion plus people are like, yes, we all need to weigh in. We all don't. I, Quite honestly, I do this for a living. I'm paid for my opinion, and I probably don't need to weigh in as much as I do on social media. There's no need to, but I'm like, I'm tempted it's by part, it. It's part of your job. No, I know, your but I'm saying, guy. I know, but I'm saying, I even admit, I go, like, I don't have to weigh in on everything. I feel compelled to with social media, and I should be better about it. No, but that. Back, back in the day, 
you know, the good old days when, when I was banging. Mm, gotcha. You know, if you wanted to learn about reptile people, okay, fall down that wormhole, you probably had to listen to Coast to Coast AM yeah. with Art Bell slash George Norrie. Depending who was hosting, right. Find some sort of newsletter that came in the mail mm-hmm. that you subscribe to. Right. For just these types of conspiracies, reptile people, you know, lunar myths, all that kind of crap. That took time and effort. Yeah. To actually right. go down that wormhole. And chances are you just get fatigued and stop. But now, it's just, you go right to Google, lizard people. Two seconds. Well, then you've you got all spend, the dumb information you want. And you can then spend six hours on the lizard people conspiracy theory. And then after six hours, you walk away from it going, I'm pretty much an expert now. This is this is my whole new identity. I got a call to Sean Kaiser. <laughs> Let him know what's up with the lizard people. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is going to want to hear about this. Yeah, that's just that's that's probably not healthy. But the other part of that is like we do find out about things that otherwise might be like hidden. You ever see the movie Wag the Dog? Yes, right. We've had this discussion many times. That movie could never be made now because the whole premise of it is they have a fake war in I think Albania. Is that the country? They they like they almost treat it like it's a made up country, but it's like no, it's a real place. And, and their whole premise is we make up a fake war with Hollywood production to like make it look like there's an actual war going on. And the whole thing was made up to distract from a presidential scandal. You couldn't make that movie now because everyone would say, why didn't everybody just look at their phone and go, no war in Albania? I like how you're giving people now a lot of credit. No, no. There is I, a nice chunk of people in this country that believe the entire government is run by pedophiles. No, I... Right. What I'm saying is they would never attempt that. That movie would never get made because they would say no one would believe this. That we would that we would be able to start a war and it wouldn't instantly be known by people who are like, I traveled to Albania, there's no I war. I don't believe what I see on the news now. Well, there's... Sadly, there's a lot of people on all sides of that who Well, but that's what believe. I mean. Right, Doesn't matter yeah. what side you're on. I know. You could be the... the Biggest leftist or rightist, rightist, rightist. I don't know. Yeah, you can whatever in you can the be a world. Centrist, and you're just like, like I, I don't, don't believe, believe anything. Fake news. That's right. Uh, the other one I have here. Where did it go? Oh, uh, was it? Nope. Where's the one that I had? I want to give it to the right guy. Uh, him Harbaugh. There we go. Or Jeff says, if you could relive one day in your life, which one would it be? The one where I found out about lizard people. No. I don't know what it would be. I don't really have that day where I look back and say, that's the best day of my life. I'd probably just pick some random sexual encounter with someone who's not my wife. <laughs> no offense, honey. I mean, I'm with you forever, no, but, but if I could just go back, go back in, time in time for a day, and, right. it's not going to be you. And then you'd probably just... What are you talking about? You know, it's like, you know, it's a one-time deal. Well, yes. So you'd and probably know, ask for the full menu well, of whatever I, whatever you've always been curious to try. I that would be the time to try it. I also that I've closed the deal. So the confidence yes, is course. not going to be lacking. Because it's like, well, I go back to that time and yeah. I'm in that headspace. Right. Now you're like, I'm already married. I know how this all turns out. This is just a thing that's not going to matter. It's like when you're in a dream and you realize you're in a dream. Yeah. Which has only happened to me a couple times mm-hmm. where, you know, there was, there has been that time yeah, where there's a girl that I like in the dream mm-hmm. and it's like, what? It, oh, I'm dreaming here. I know I'm dreaming. And then we just, then, then, then all, then, then it, it all, all opens happens because it. yeah. it's like, well, I, I don't have to worry about putting my foot in my mouth. Oh, is that a thing for you? I mean, whatever. I you don't know, judge. You know what I, I mean. Judge. Wherever you put whatever you put in your mouth, I don't judge. No. It's all it's all good. It's all good, no, buddy. No, Rex Ryan. It's all good for you. Toe uh, sucky. 
Tom says, rank the local metro parks. Well, here's the problem on that one, Tom. I could spend two hours on that topic. Go ahead. Mike has zero information to add to this because you don't go to the metro parks. You're not an outdoorsy type I of went, person. I went to the Glacier Ridge that one time. Oh, you did? Why'd yeah, you go there? Because my daughter wanted to go. Oh, what'd you think? It was fine. Okay, except so Glacier people, Ridge. Except for the people having sex in the... No one was... Ha- that's the, not the a thing. grass. That's not a thing. I like Glacier Ridge quite a bit. There's the one down in Grove City I <laughs> yeah. like, too. That's like uh, Scioto something or other. That one you can yeah, walk down by the... that's a good one. You can walk down by the river, no joke. First time I went there, I walked down like near the riverbank, and I'm just looking, and it's all calm, and it was sunny. No joke, a bald eagle flew about four feet off the water just right in front of me. It was as if the Metro Park like PR people were like, let the eagle go. Like they were trying to get I'm sure me they did. hooked on that park. Sounds like it was CGI to me. Oh, it was it was gorgeous. If it was, I don't care. I don't want to know that it was fake. It Travion was awesome. Henderson will not play in the playoffs. He says he's having surgery on his foot. You know, what does this mean for the Buckeyes against Georgia? Nothing. If they lose this game, it's not going to be because Travion Henderson's not healthy. The reality is you've had issues at the running back position with health all season long. We expected Travion Henderson to be an explosive guy in this offense, and he really hasn't. He's been fine. Now we can look back and say, that's because he was hurt. Fine. That's because he was hurt. But it's not like you had an entire season of this guy as your principal ball carrier rushing for 1,200 yards, and all of a sudden now the biggest game of the year, he's not going to be there. You've dealt with this all season long. That's true. I think the way I saw this news when it came down was that's unfortunate because I was hoping he would be able to give you possibly the best game he's had all season because maybe he'd be fully healthy. He didn't realize it was this serious of an injury. So that sucks. That's no good. Um, Like From that standpoint... What could have been, perhaps you get the best running game you've had all year, that'd be a nice time to have it against your toughest opponent you're going to play in Georgia. But now that's not going to happen. Doesn't mean you can't still have a great running day. Doesn't mean you still can't have Mayan Williams being healthy and that you can't have, you know, some some other guys stepping up like Dallin Hayden, I thought looked really good when he got opportunities. He just didn't get the ball against I, Michigan. Right, There's nothing wrong with him. I still don't understand why that was. But I would look for those two guys to still have a if anybody's going to have a big day, right? I would think you could game plan to use those guys in a variety of ways because they're two different types of backs. I definitely think that that is not out of the question. They could have a great day running the football. It just would have been nice to have a third guy in Travion Edgerton. Like you could just throw so many different options out there, but now that's not going to happen. So we wish him well. More Buckeye news. Steel Chambers says he will be back next season. And as much as I would love this to be, well, he wants to finish the job that he started and he loves being a Buckeye. I'm sure he does. But he also wants to put another year of him playing linebacker on film well, because sure. he wants to go play on Sundays. You know what? I don't really care what his reason is. I don't he's coming back. Helps my team. I am glad that he's coming back. Me too. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd, he's been I'd a like, pleasant surprise. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to believe that, uh, you know, with a little more time, that he could, he could truly be one of the best linebackers in the country. I'd like to see that happen next year. That'd be really awesome. I've got a feel good story for you coming up next. Oh, good. You know, one of the unsung heroes that I think has really been railroaded over the years and treated unfairly. Uh, He's not going to take it anymore. He's going to come back. And that person is Vince McMahon. Oh man. Wow. Just talk about a guy who's been down on his luck. I'll tell you, it's good Mm. to root for the underdog, right? Teddy. Yeah. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. News coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of Sawmill Road at Federated Boulevard. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. Plan on some residual delays. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio Association of County Behavioral Health Authorities. Sometimes life can be overwhelming. Crisis text line can help. If you're struggling and feel like you can't talk to anyone about it, text 4HOPE to 741741. Free confidential support. Crisis text line. Text 4HOPE to 741741 now. On the NRA with fan traffic. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. Back to Man and Bone. How about going to a Jackets game for under 100 bucks? We can make it happen. Introducing the $97.10 fan ticket package. Get two lower bowl tickets or four upper bowl tickets for only $97.10. Reserve your tickets now to see the Jackets host the Sabras on Tuesday, December 27th. Visit 971thefan.com for all the details. All. It is, well, you know what day it is today, Mike? Wildcard Wednesday. My favorite day of the week. Pervin under center tweeted us and said, now this is not even a question. This is just him ranting, but I approve of that on a wildcard Wednesday. When I'm eating a meal that I obviously bought for myself and some moron walks by and says, that looks good. What are we having today? You don't even think that's funny. Some old fart said it to you when you were 12. Stop. I, I think that's right. When does that happen to anyone? You've never seen someone do that? It's like, no. No, it's like one of those, uh, Hey, Chief, how you doing, buddy? Like that guy in the office who will come up and like you're eating food and may just say, hey, what are we having today? It's like, we're not having anything. I'm eating this. But the joke is that, hey, I'm going to have some of that too. No, you're not. I, I like, there are things like that that sometimes the, uh, I don't know, the more arrogant people in life just think are funny and everyone else just rolls their eyes at. I think it's time we put a stop to it. All right. Calling people Chief is another one. I don't like that. Stop calling me Chief. I'm not anybody's chief. That's stupid. What if they can't remember your name and they're just... And just say, hey, guy. I have a question for you. No, just, hey, I have a question for you. But if you're like, hey, what's up, bud? Is it just... Is hey, it pal. Ju- so it's your problem with all of those, not just chief? It's just the what whole... What about sport or slugger? Yeah, it's the whole vibe. Like, the that guy who would be like, what are we having today, sport, is also the guy that just out of nowhere punches you for no reason in the arm. What about, like, a buddy? Like, hey, buddy, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, again, do I know this person? No, no, no. I'm saying this person just comes up and is like, hey, buddy, what are we doing today? Like, no, I don't like your vibe. just random stranger. I don't like your vibe. I don't like your vibe. never happens to me. (laughs) Right. You know what? Because I don't give off that vibe. You don't give off the vibe that you could do that to you. As a matter of fact, I got out of the car today, and Heather, who sort of runs all the things. Yes. She runs the whole office. She makes sure everything runs properly. Yeah. She was holding the door open. Because, you know, we had some caterers coming in for our big holiday party. So she's holding the door open and I walk past her and she looks at me and says, you're so angry. And I and I'm not consciously doing that. And I said, that's just my face. That's just how I look. That's just my I'm not angry, but I guess I just give off that vibe. I I think a little bit of people don't know. Like, I've seen your face enough to know he's just walking there. But when I see you sometimes... I can see if people don't know you, 
you look very intense. I think I have that intense face sometimes if I'm just staring forward and I don't realize it because I have the bald head and the beard and yeah. I, I told you the first time I met you. Yeah, you thought I was I like thought, a serial killer. I thought or you were a white supremacist. Oh, that's right. Thanks. And for now that. that I know you, you know, for over a decade, I know you're a white supremacist. <laughs> Thank you very so. much. Uh, Cap in Toronto says, "My guys, dying to know what is up with pronouncing words such as dip by saying dip." Thanks. Well, you're welcome. Um, we, I don't know when we started. I don't, I don't was, know when we started. That. It was a few years ago. I want to say it was around the time. Remember when the jackets? We went to a sweet night. And they had that special dip for the chips. Yeah, like the onion dip. Yeah, and then we started talking about it all the time. And at one point, we were just saying, I don't know if that's exactly when it started, but I know we were doing it at that point where we just started, for no reason, saying dip. And the reason, I think, is because it's fun. Right, and then it's all ip words. Yes, try it sometime. Like, if you you are constantly frustrated and angry, just in your day-to-day life, as you're in your head talking... Just say, oh, yeah, man, I heard a car flipped over on the news. And flip. Like, flip. And I, just do, I do it, by the way. Do it in your head. I do it in my everyday life. Right. I don't just do it in my head. I do it out loud. Yeah. I do it at the dinner table where I tell my daughter, have another sip of that milk. <laughs> oh, and yeah. now she's doing it. Yeah. I our passed whole, it on to the next our generation. Our family does it. We all, if I don't do it at the, at the house, one of the kids will be like, did you mean flip? And I'm like, yes, flip. I got to flip the pancakes. You're right. Former WWE chairman Vince McMahon. You're fired. There he is. Uh, Step down in July amid a sexual misconduct scandal. Has plans to return to the company, according to the Wall Street Journal. Oh, good. Uh, McMahon has apparently told people that he intends to make a comeback, and he received bad advice from people close to him to step down, and he he now believes the allegations and investigations would have blown over had he stayed. So he wants to come back. Uh, I find it hard to believe that his publicly traded company will allow him to come back. Uh, the report also states that McMahon has been accused of assaulting a former spa manager at a Southern California resort in 2011, an allegation not previously reported in the media. A lawyer for the woman sent an email to McMahon's lawyer in November detailing the allegations. Also in November, McMahon's lawyer, Jerry McDivitt, received a demand letter from a lawyer representing former WWE referee Rita Chatterton, Mm. who said in a 1992 television interview that McMahon had raped her in the back of a limousine. Chatterton's lawyer has asked for $11.75 million in damages. Yeah. To your point about it being a publicly traded company, I think people who may not have followed wrestling at all or may not really understand who this guy is, Yes, it would be shocking if a CEO of a publicly traded company was allowed to come back with all of those allegations against him, especially considering that, you know, like just from a purely trying to retain workers, people who do the jobs, not just, I'm not talking about wrestlers, but wrestlers too, but the people who run the office and do other things might say, I I don't feel comfortable with that guy running this company because I don't know what to expect from what he's going to do or what the punishment's going to be if something happens. And I say that something happened to me and I don't know if I'm going to be believed. I don't know if this man is trustworthy, but beyond that with WWE, you have to know that Vince McMahon, when he worked there or when he ran the whole place, he wasn't a CEO like up in the ivory tower. And then the people were out at these shows and he was never interacting with anyone. He sits right 
off the stage when they walk out yeah, he's there and they walk in they have every a place day. called gorilla position and that's where he would sit with headphones the tv monitors he has a microphone in front of him where he can talk to anyone on that broadcast the production crew the people hosting the event anyone the referees he can talk to anyone and say go to this go to that do this do that he's hands-on running everything you're telling me if he comes back he's just going to sit there in the you know Stamford, Connecticut, wherever their headquarters are, and just chill out and not really be it's involved. Not, it's not going to be allowed. There's a I know there's that, a, there's but a I'm board. saying he can't even even if he was allowed, it wouldn't just be like he's up in a tower and no, never talking no. to anyone. He would be very hands on in many bad ways. I'm sure that's why this can't happen as well is because he would be too involved. There's no way he stepped aside because he was told that he was going to be removed. So you can control the situation. The reality is this is a, what, 80-year-old man or close to 80-year-old man who's paid $12 million to four women over the last 16 years to keep him quiet. Right. And now you have this other allegation that's come to light. Whether it's true or not, I have no idea. It's just more bad press that the company does not want. Teddy was just telling me they released somebody today. Who the hell did they release today, Teddy? They released uh, Mandy Rose. She's the NXT Women's Champion. Okay, wow. and you said this chick's a big deal. And, and Teddy said the reason that She's probably released is because she, uh, I don't know, showed too much of herself on social media or something like that. Okay. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. It's like, that, that's corporate policy. Yeah. Back, you know, back in 1999, back in day, you get a raise for showing your boobies. They were all encouraged to do it. was Everyone was trying to see how much they could get away with doing that on TV. But right or wrong, this is where the business is. And by if you don't like it, you didn't have to make your company public. No. You could have kept this a family-run circus business and still been a billionaire. You decided you wanted the cachet of being traded on the public stock exchange. And yeah. thi- and this is the result of that. Yeah. No, he, he is, in my opinion, he is a dirtbag. He is also incredibly stupid. If he thinks that this will somehow be able to fly, I can't imagine that any board in charge of a publicly traded company wouldn't be immediately investigated by their shareholders if they let this guy come back and just run everything. I, I can't imagine that happening. Happen. All right, Jack, it's time last night and a lot of money being handed out today. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some police activity to watch out for. The left lane is blocked on the north side of I-71 southbound at 17th Avenue. Traffic is stop and go from Weber Road in this area. Please use extra caution over here. About a 15-minute backup is expected. You might want to avoid this if possible. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real fresh, real low prices at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on blueberries, raspberries, or blackberries. Just two for $3 now through December 25th. Get real. Eliana Ray with fan traffic. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah. That's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Listen to this show or go to hell. This is Man and Bone. Happy Wednesday. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Uh, Before we get to more of the tweets, I saw this from uh, new Iowa quarterback, Cade McNamara. Former Michigan guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He was on a podcast called The Room, which I presume is not the movie The Room. I hope it is. (laughs) Hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. 
That's what I want to picture. Is that dude? If you're not familiar with that, just go, go to YouTube and type in the room movie and what watch is, some of that. What is the line he has where he's like, you're tearing me apart, I, I Lisa, forget. or something like that. It's been it's such just, a long time. He's like ranting and raving and walks into a room and then he's like, oh, hi, Mark. It's just the dumbest Wasn't the it a flower thing. shop? Yeah, I think it was. He has flowers in his hand. That's Didn't Franco do... Isn't that the uh, disaster artist? Was that the name of the movie? Franco James Franco did a movie basically parodying that. I think you're right. I believe that's the how that went. Anyway, he's on. This is back to Cade McNamara, new Iowa quarterback. He is on the Room podcast, and he was asked about how terrible basically the Iowa offense was this past year. He said, quote, please keep saying it's the crappiest. He didn't say crappiest. Crappiest offense in college football. Please just think we're going to be so crappy next year. Again, he didn't say crappy. Please keep thinking that. So, so does that? All right, so I, he's, I understand he's saying his like, confidence. Come on, haters, th- get ready no, for what's going to happen. There's no haters. That's reality. Iowa's offense was terrible. Now the thinking is perhaps with you being able to be a competent quarterback, they won't be terrible. Yes, but that doesn't change the fact that they were. No, it, how is that insulting? That's like buying one of those Pontiac Fieros that used to catch on fire and be like, "Please keep saying they're going to catch on fire." Just but please the reason keep, like, we it, say it is because it's currently on fire. Right? <laughs> yeah. Now, if you're telling me you know behind the scenes, Kirk Ferentz is like, "Hey, don't worry, come here and play for us." My dumb son's not going to run the offense. He's not even going to be on campus next year. We're firing his ass. We're getting a new guy. You're going to love this new coordinator. He's great. Then I'm I'm more interested in why you're saying that. If you believe. That this offense will be so much better because you're in it and nothing else has changed? Fine. Hey, I, I don't see a any reason guy. to believe that, but I, I'm ahead. sure it will be better. It has well, to be better. Yeah, but, but good? No. Well, I don't know. But if he also, I guess you're right. He's only saying, yeah, keep saying we're going to be the worst. We won't be the worst. Next to worst is not the worst. All right. Maybe that's maybe that's his angle. And if so, then then fine. Jackets shut out by Bob and the Panthers last night. This was an ESPN Plus and Hulu game. Of course, we had it here on the fan. Rimmer doing some radio stuff yeah, last night. Because he wasn't doing the TV stuff. Oh, so. You will hear from Rimmer coming up at 534 today. Uh, look, Jackets have a lot of road games coming up. And I think that's going to be what you see. Oh, I, yeah. I don't think you're going to see a lot out of this team. I'm sorry. I... The last couple of games notwithstanding, before yesterday, right? You had the abysmal game against Buffalo. No, and then I know. You string looked, together a couple wins and yeah, you shake up the lines win a little some bit. Games that's just that's going to happen. But more often than not, you're going to play a game like that where you're just simply not as good as the team you're playing. And Bob came into that game with all sorts of question marks around him. Yeah, he's man. the second best goaltender on that team. What do they do with him? They're paying him all this money. You know, and then he goes out and shuts out the Blue Jackets because, of course, he does. Of yeah. course, this is Blue Jackets are a cure for what ails a lot of teams. Yes, so there will be nights where the Jackets will look really good, but I'm not. Those will sa- be few and far between, but, but, my friend. But I'm not saying it in a way of like, well, what do you expect? They're rebuilding. I don't expect them to every other game or so get embarrassed. I don't expect them to get shut out a ton of times this year. I don't expect them to just... I know if you watched that game last night, 
the Jackets weren't completely outclassed. They had some some decent play in that game where you might say, yeah, a couple buck uh, those two, a couple bounces go your way, a couple little puck luck happens for you. Maybe you get a goal that didn't go in for you, and then that changes the way the game yeah, is right. played. But the reality is, it's not like this team has been on a heater and just had a really weird game where they played well and just couldn't score. That would be a lot different. This is a team that has shown us time and time again this year. They are wildly inconsistent. And you can't tell me that doesn't at least somewhat come down to coaching. You can't. Uh, They face the Lightning tomorrow. Carlos Correa and the Giants. 13 years, $350 million. Let him live. It's another guy who bet on himself, right? Uh, He did. He signed a short short deal with the Twins last offseason with an opt-out after the first season. And he opted out, and he got himself $350 million. The difference is Aaron Judge at some point has established himself as a true difference maker guy Mm. in a lineup who can kill you every night. Right. Carlos Correa is a good player. I'm not saying he sucks, but he's not a great player, at least not yet. No, the Giants either think he's going to be a great player or they're just so desperate to send money. Everybody else said no to him. They got to give it to somebody. Yeah, <laughs> man, I am. Uh, I, we don't have to do this right now, but I have a list of how much money has been spent so far in free. Well, agency. Let's take a break because the, the baseball economy just fine. Oh, yeah. Just a OK. <laughs> not for the Reds. They're not spending any money. Well, there's there's uh, there are teams. some haves and haves not have nots in Major League Baseball, and it's never been more clear. That's coming up. All next. right, we'll do that. And Ryan Day flips a quarterback. Flip. Details next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some police activity still blocking the left lane at the north side of I-71 southbound at 17th Avenue. Traffic is bumper to bumper from North Broadway and still continues to build. Please use caution over here in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Celebrate this holiday with real delicious goodness and real low prices at your local Fresh Time Market. This week's save on certified Angus beef bone-in standing rib roast, just $7.99 a pound. Now through December 25th, get real. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah. That's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. No college education, and it shows. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. On campus, coming up at 448, all the news and notes you need. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer in the 5 o'clock hour, and it's Wild Card Wednesday. By the way, Mike, you heard uh, Paul Keels mention it there. France going against Argentina after beating Morocco today 2 to nothing to advance to the World Cup Finals. Yeah. Uh, that is the first time France won the last World Cup. So they have a chance to go back-to-back in a World Cup, something that has not happened in 60 years. It was the 1962 World Cup, uh, and that is the last time we saw that. I'm trying to see who won that, because um, I don't Make remember. It uh, I'm going to say it was uh, Brazil? Chile? That was Brazil. Brazil did. There you go. Anyway, uh, but the other part of that is Lionel Messi. Last chance to win a World Cup, probably, for him. That's 
I think this is going to have a huge TV number on Sunday. What time is it on? 10 a.m. All right, so it leads into all the, the football on Fox. Yeah. I'm saying, like, if you like soccer at all, if you are a soccer fan at any level, you're watching this just because it's the World Cup final. But then on top of that, it's a chance to see Lionel Messi possibly get the World Cup that has eluded him his entire career. Arguably the greatest player of all time. And if he gets a World Cup to add on to that, many people will say he is the greatest player of all time. No questions asked. Fair or not. Well, greatest player of all time against arguably the greatest player presently. Oh, Kylian right? Mbappe In for France is... Mbappe. I saw somebody tweeted out that Kylian Mbappe has SEC speed, and I don't like the SEC speed thing because I think speed exists elsewhere, but Kylian Mbappe would light up any league you put. You put him in the NFL. I'm not saying he could like run through a tackle. I don't know about that, but if he's in the open field, no one's catching that dude. NBA, you get him on a fast break, Why do we forget do about this it. all the time, though. Well, what if LeBron played soccer? Yes, but he doesn't. No, no, no. I'm just pointing out with killing Mbappe because I think in a lot of people's minds in the U.S., they look at guys who play soccer and go, yeah, good athlete, but doesn't compare to what they have in the NFL or the NBA or Why, it's Major a League Baseball. completely different skill set. Why do we do that? Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, fast is fast. Like, there's no doubt that he's one of the fastest humans I've ever seen playing a sport that has a ball involved with it, right? I mean, like... He's as quick as anyone you want to put out there. I don't know what his 40 time is, but I could guarantee you it's up there with a lot of people who play in the NFL. And of course, yeah, I don't think he has a skill set to play in the NFL. That's dumb. But as far as his ability to run as fast as anyone out there, I mean, he's quick, man. He's amazingly quick. But yeah, that's, I believe that is going to be the largest number you've ever seen for a soccer game in the in the U.S. will be this one on Really? Sunday. Even at 10 o'clock in the morning? Yep. Because it's just, I think, People are under aware of Lionel Messi. People are aware of Kylian Mbappe. If you want to watch any soccer game ever, this is the one to tune into. Let me ask you this. And then all the other people who like soccer will be putting aside their plans to check this out. Next World Cup will be here, yep. right? Yep. And in Canada, Mexico too, but primarily here, which means I assume everything would, would time up prime time. Everything in will our be based off zone. our time zones, okay. yes, for the most part. It's very unlikely, but let's say they've never achieved anything close to this, but let's say Team USA is playing in the World Cup final next go-around. Right. And it's 8 o'clock, prime time, here. Sure. Does that get 100 million people? Does that get Super oh, Bowl-type audience? It would come real. If anything's going to, that would be the thing, right? It would have to be something like that, where the U.S., because that's Actually, a global. That's not just a sports thing. That's a global event. Well, yeah, but I think it would be something where it being in the U.S. would have a lot more people paying attention to it. You know, the fact that it would be on in prime. All these games would be on when the game is in the U.S. They're going to have all these games played at times that make sense for this TV market first and foremost. Everyone else will have to adjust to it. So that will increase the amount of people who are paying attention to it. It'll be on in the summer when there's not going to be a lot of competition. So there'll be a lot of people who are just bored who say, let me flip this thing on. And then they get caught up in the spirit of the games, just like you do at the Olympics or anything else. But if, yeah, if there's like an American team that is getting to that level, I would tend to think that's going to draw a big number. All right. We were talking about the economics of baseball because Carlos Correa has agreed to a 13 year, $350 million deal with the Giants. And I don't want to say it's ho-hum. Because it's not. But we've seen a bunch of these contracts handed out. 
Oh, right? yeah. Where, like, Xander Bogarts is the poor man of the group because he got 290 or 280, whatever the hell he got. It's amazing. Huge contracts getting handed out this offseason. So you have some teams that are spending a ton of money, like the Phillies and the Mets and the Giants and the Yankees retaining their own guys. And then you have some teams that are barely even awake. Uh, yeah, so this is from Codify Baseball. They uh, do a lot of stats and things like that on Twitter. They put together a list of the amount spent on free agents this offseason rounded up to the million nearest million dollar. All right. Now, this is, of course, the total value of the contract. So, like, Carlos Correa's deal is a 13-year contract. They're not saying all this money is going out on their... This is not a salary cap number for next year. Salary cap. This is not the... The total budget for next year. I this get is it. The amount of contracts they put together. But all of this is guaranteed years. money. Yeah. And this is what they've committed to over however many years these contracts run for. Giants are the leader now committing $463 million worth of contracts this offseason. Reminder, it's December. Who did they sign? I know they signed. Uh, they gave 350 to him. Who else did they give money to? Well, it would have been like a hundred million dollars worth of other dudes. So I mean, I'm I know someone else went there, but I can't remember who it is. Obviously, Aaron Judge was thought that he was going there, but they didn't. Well, get they him. offered him a big deal, but yeah, they didn't God, end up I getting him. This up now. Uh, the Mets come in second with I said San Francisco did four hundred and sixty three million dollars in contracts. The Mets have done four hundred and sixty two million dollars in contracts. The Yankees signing Aaron Judge as part of that come in third at four hundred and twelve million dollars. So three teams, by the way, committed to over $1.2 billion, $1.3 billion in contracts just in this last cycle of the offseason. Philadelphia is next with $387 million. San Diego is next up. Padres, $352 million. Texas, they got Jacob deGrom, $230 million. So that is your top six teams Overall, Major League Baseball has accounted for $3 billion in total new contracts. You might be saying to yourself, well, hey, I'm a Reds fan. How much did the Reds spend in this giant spending spree? $3 billion. $7. Slightly more. $1 million. All right. (laughs) What they've spent so far. Now, they're right next to the Atlanta Braves, who also spent a million dollars so far this offseason. The difference is their payroll is $250 million. Yeah, and the Braves also are a team that's won the World Series recently, and a lot of those guys are still a part of the team, and that's why those contracts are already done, so they don't, they're not going out and adding a lot of pieces right now. And they made a big trade with the A's to get the, uh, the that's catcher. Right. Yes, that's right. So they've also been able that's to right. do yeah. trade. This is, this is not counting this is going free out agent. and trading for This guys. is free agency signings. Uh, the Guardians have done a little bit better. Obviously, they signed uh, Josh Bell, Yeah, but they are at... $39 million committed to so far this year. Again, top teams committed to over $460 million this year, but that's all right. I don't expect the Guardians to go out and spend $400 million in contract, but I do. Still, maybe, you know, you're close. You've got a good shot at possibly winning a World Series. You could spend more than $39 million as your total cash outlay for all these contracts so far. I mean, I assume that's just the Josh Bell deal, isn't it? Mostly that Josh money. Josh Bell was, what, 24? So oh, was it? Okay. Somebody else is involved in that. All right, that's fine. But uh, Don't ask me who it is, because I've forgotten. The White Sox, by the way, your your guys, $12 million You know so what far. that is? Mike Clevenger, one year, $12 oh, million. That's right. That's yeah. one guy. Uh, the Pirates, $12 million. Hey, that's a lot for them. 
Twelve million dollars to the Pirates is like seven hundred million dollars to most other teams. I feel like just because the Pirates never do anything. I'm so sick of this too. I'm so sick of hearing about it. What? Well, you got the halves and that. No, then you know what? Major League Baseball should should force these guys to sell their teams. Oh, I don't, you you yeah, have I don't. bought into a Major League Baseball franchise. If you're not capable of keeping up with where the business is at, there are plenty of other rich guys lining up ready to take your place. There are billionaires just itching to get into this business. Yeah, let's be clear on that. I don't, I'm not saying, and I know you're not, that there's an excuse for the Reds not spending more money or the Guardians, for that amount, spending more money. These owners should all be worth a billion dollars or more. Their teams mostly are worth a billion dollars or more. You should be able to keep up with the marketplace of Major League and Baseball. And if you can't, then you're get replaced. Sell the team. Sell the team, Bob. Walk away with all your profits. Yeah, and Look. let someone who wants to actually build a winner buy the... That's the whole reason these sports teams exist. You know, we lose sight of that, but... The end of the day, the reason these teams exist, yeah, there is the profitability factor. But a lot of these teams are still where they are because people, rich people said, we want to win. We're competitive. We want to see our team do well. They don't buy it and then just, they weren't supposed to buy it and then use it to write off, you know, other loans and things like that and go out and take out more money for other purchases. This was supposed to be your pet project that you opted into to go out and try to win. Well, this is what it costs to win now. You've got to put out hundreds of millions of dollars every year in payroll. You are buying into a franchise. You're buying into a larger entity. You know, if you bought a McDonald's franchise, but all of a sudden, like, you know, your franchise said, nah, you know what, Big Mac, we don't want to do it. We're not going to run that. McDonald's corporate would come down on you and say, no, that's you have to have a Big Mac on your menu. Nah, you know, Thousand Island dressing is too expensive. We can't buy it here. Well, then you're going to have to sell your franchise to somebody else who can run it properly. To your point, like when you remember when you went to McDonald's in the 90s or before, they probably still some of them had it. They had like a certain shape to the roof where they were kind of like a, I don't know what that shape was. Yeah, but I know, I know the what same. you're talking about. And they had like the chairs where the table was there and there was a little bar coming off the, the table leg and that's what the chairs swiveled on. At some point, McDonald's corporate said, you know what, let's make these restaurants look a little nicer, a little more modern. You go to McDonald's now, they all pretty much look like something that's been redesigned in the last five or ten years. Why was that? Because the giant corporation said, we have to keep up with the times. This is the cost of doing business today. You can't today. come back and say, well, I still like those brown tiles from the 80s and the chairs we have still work fine. Why not? No, you have to keep up with modern business. Some do it better than others, but you've got to stay in the game. And half these franchises in Major League Baseball are looking around going, oh, our TV deal's not big enough. Well, then either find a better way to get more out of your TV deal or you know what though it's not about TV richer. deal anymore like be a richer that owner was, that was the excuse years ago which we're not in a big media market we don't get a big TV deal even in these big media markets their local TV deals now suck yeah all these Bally Sports entities marquee the Cubs signed up for this marquee half ownership what are they half ownership with Sinclair I think so yeah yeah I think so they're losing money on that deal the Chicago Cubs are losing money on their local television contract it is moving away from that business model yeah I'm just saying if you are a business owner who wants to get into Major League Baseball when I said be richer it basically means well I can't make myself richer this is as rich as I am then sell your team and let another rich person who can't afford There's to do plenty. it hop in because they will do it All right, Ryan Day flips a quarterback. Details next. Colin Manning, T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier incident has cleared from 71 Northside Southbound at 17th Avenue. All lanes have reopened in that area. And now watching a crash on Schrock Road at Cleveland Avenue. Please be careful over here as the road begins to clear. This traffic report is sponsored by Vision Zero. Nearly a quarter of Ohio's fatal crashes involve a driver under 25. Join Vision Zero Columbus and help reduce fatal crashes on Columbus streets because everyone deserves to make it where they're going. Drive safe, walk safe, bike safe. Learn more at columbus.gov slash vision zero. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. Wild Card Wednesday. <laughs> Tweet us at Man and Bone 971. Your stupid questions and topics. Anything goes on a Wild Card Wednesday. <laughs> we were talking about this earlier about people who just walk up to you and say, Hey, what's up, champ? What's up, chief? What's up, partner? Craig said, I'm with you. I worked with a ma- I work with a man who calls me and everyone else partner. He can go to hell. All right. I, I, I think that's annoying, but maybe you don't. Uh, Powerlifter Dad says, my guys. What is your favorite my guys audio clip? Mine is. Oh, that's Ed like o- picking your favorite child. Now, he says his is Ed Orgeron talking about his Hummer, the vehicle. You need a Hummer? Right. What's yours? That's a pretty good one. Um, I think the one that gets me quite a bit. You laugh at the sneeze more than anything else as you sneeze right now. Yeah, the sneeze is a good one from Paul Keels. Those always get me pretty good. This is the OG Paul Keels sneeze. (laughs) Excuse me. That one is really good. It gets you every time. You laugh every time. It's really good. Teddy, what's your favorite? Um, It's hard to say. Too hot. Uh, I like that oh, one. Stop. You can't pick yourself. I like that one a lot. <laughs> I can't. No, you can't pick yourself. <laughs> I like this one too. But he could also re-rack it. <laughs> that is a good one. Yes. You know what? The best uh, ones I think are when Rimmer is out of context or when Timmy Hall is taken out of context. Like Rimmer talking about exposing the Jaggers are going to expose themselves to all the kids. Yeah. Timmy's got good ones too. Timmy yeah. just talking about she could touch it and slap it or whatever else he was saying. Those those are probably are my I two favorites. I don't know. It's so hard to pick. I feel like I'm neglecting Sweet Brown too. I just thought of Sweet Brown as you were about like I thought that'd be the one. I got bronchitis. Of all the ones that like are not of people from the station. Yes, that's one of my all time favorites. That whole thing though, and I know that's not a sound bite. That's no a minute played, long. We've thing. played all those different things of you know. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, there's you a fire. You know what? I, it's been a while. Play the, play the whole thing if we've Hold got on. it. I gotta, we'll I find it and, and we can play it. Here it is. I got the whole thing. It's only 20 seconds. Oh, all right. Go ahead. Uh, the backstory on this. This was a local news broadcast. There was an, a fire at an apartment complex, and one of the residents was in the parking lot. Uh, her name on the screen was Sweet Brown, mm-hmm. and they talked to her about what happened. Well, I woke up to go give me a cold pop. But then I thought somebody was barbecuing. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. <laughs> then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life. And then the smoke got me. I got bronchitis. 
Ain't nobody got time for that. Nobody does have time for that. No. There's so many sound bites in there. First of all, I like the fact that at some point she starts just talking to Jesus. Right. Yes, I like that. I also like how at the end of it, she basically it kind of wraps up her story and goes, ain't nobody got time for that. Like, I, I realize I've gone too far and too long now, but it was only 20 seconds. 20 seconds. She's very brief. Ain't and nobody I, got time for that. She's like, I'm sorry. I wasted your time. That's my story of escaping a fire. You're welcome. Love it. That had, that had a lot of emotion. Had a lot of ups and downs. I love that. I got bronchitis. She had a little career after that for a second. She yeah. like went on The View. I, I, I think she did like uh, commercials for like a local dentist wherever she was. No, I'm serious. Like they hired her to, to say, or, or maybe it was like hey, a lung specialist or something because of the if, I got bronchitis yeah, stuff. If the coldest what's his name is doing spots in Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> I-, I hope Sweet Brown's getting some NIL money. Yeah. That's- I'd rather donate to her. Than the foundation. No, I'm with you on that. What's the um, the other one that I think is probably really good from the just tour de force sound clips that gave us yep. so many sound bites? I don't know why I'm here or what I'm doing. The woman at the local zoning meeting. I'm not quite sure why I'm here or what I'm doing. Backstory on that is she shows up to a meeting where they're discussing putting in a Portillo's restaurant. Oh, man, now I got to find that. In a in a I think it's in Iowa, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Portillo's Iowa. started in Chicago, right? Yeah. And it was a, you know, they do Italian beef, they do lots of other things. Cool restaurant. And it's a chain. What is it called? And I don't know if it's just Portillo's lady? No. no? Would it be I don't Facebook lady? Facebook lady, I think that might be it. Cuz she talks about how she doesn't like Facebook. Basically, she shows up and just decides to have an airing of grievances, and no one knows why. And then we end up with like a minute and a half of her just ranting about people she doesn't like. All right, here this is two. This is two minutes. Okay. By I'm, the way, for future reference, it's crazy rezoning lady. Crazy rezoning. That's lady. what it's All in right, the system. Now we know. All right, here is uh, crazy rezoning lady. Hello, my name is Lisa Ann White Whitmer Wagman. I just moved here because I'm getting a divorce, and it's not final till September 18th. My husband will not give me any money, not one penny. The lawyer won't help me. My husband won't help me. My dad, Marlon Lee Whitmer, he's a minister, won't help me. Throw everybody under the bus. I like how dad is just like, by the way, this guy's a pastor. F him. He sucks. My stepmother won't help me. My mother passed away seven years ago. She and won't my help dad me. Dad <laughs> and Annie Hockhausen. They- <laughs> I forgot about Annie, Annie Hockhausen. My favorite. Actually, I, that's people uh, every year for Halloween. I'm like, what am I going to dress up as this Annie year? Hockhausen. Next year, I'm just going to say I'm dressed up as Annie Hockhausen. If Ooh. anyone know it, oh, if you don't you get know. it, you don't get it. Right. Yeah. If you know, you know. They wrote right. at Vera French that they both are my parents. Annie is my stepmom. I'm not quite sure why I'm here or what I'm doing, but there's a reason. My lawyer is just entitled. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Is that, a- is that real? I'm I, sure it's he's one of these guys on the commercial where it's like, you call Justin Title. Yeah, you need a contract I'll review. get you what you need. I'll get you Justin Title. Time was already taken. There's someone else using Trademark. that Trademark. Trademark. Justin Title. Title. Moving down to pay. Texas soon to help the 
children in Texas. But she's moving down to Texas? I think so. I think this is... she's. <laughs> so what does she care? This was a stop on her circuitous route to finding herself. I'm a very loving parent. Very, very, very loving parent. I have a 20-year-old daughter. She's going to college at St. Ambrose this fall. She's in Muscatine College right now. Her name's Brianna Elizabeth. And she... Is not helping me because she's 20. She's scared. She doesn't want her parents to separate or divorce. Ma'am, we're discussing the rezoning for the Portillo's. Do you have any comments on that? For what? We're discussing the rezoning on 53rd. I love how offended she got when she's just wasted everyone's time for two minutes. And the guy's like, I'm sorry, ma'am. I didn't want to interrupt you, but... um, this is actually about a restaurant rezoning. And she's like, the what? I, that has nothing to do with me. You got to let her go. How dare you? I'm talking about my situation right now. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to call Annie Hockhauser. <laughs> this is not a trial. The court you recognizes can't, Annie Hockhauser as a murderer. You can't call witnesses. <laughs> well, I live on 63rd. Again, we're here to hear comments <laughs> yes. about the rezoning. Well, I don't like Facebook, and I don't like the Internet because I can't find a job. The library blocked my password. Now, tell me, does that make any sense to you? Ma'am, we're not here to discuss your personal life. I'm sorry. Do you have any comments about the rezoning? No, sir. Have a good day. Thank you. I, I like how at the very end she was just like, oh, got it. Totally... Totally understand what you're saying. Makes a lot of sense. Thanks for your time. I don't like the internet because I can't find a job. That's one that never caught on as a soundbite and should have. We should use that one more often. We have lots that we... I don't like the internet because I can't find a job. Now tell me, does that make any sense to you? You know what also doesn't make any sense? The fact that for two segments I have teased that Ryan Day has gotten himself a commitment. (laughs) And I have not paid off on well, that. God tease. forbid you are a big recruiting, like you love recruiting, and then you listen to us and you're like, I'm waiting on pins and needles for the newsboys, and we have just not given it to you. I'm sorry. I'm not quite sure why I'm here or what I'm doing. All right, I swear to you, in the next segment on your life. On my on my on genitals, Lee, on, you can come in here and chop them off. No anesthesia. I swear on Leanna's life. That we will do. Leanna can come in here and chop off my genitals. Oh my God, she's foaming at the mouth. She's like, please let me get in there and chop those off. She just heard that she could use a knife. She's ready to go. All right. She's chopping everything. Next, Ryan Day gets a quarterback. He's from South Dakota. Yeah. His name is Annie (laughs) Hockhauser. I don't like the internet because I can't find a job. Shut up. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Mike, I'll let you pick the knife. You'll find an earlier incident as cleared from 71 Southbound at 17th Avenue. All lanes have reopened. And an accident now being worked on on Stelter Road at McCutcheon Road. Please use caution over here. Traffic report is sponsored by Mucinex, Fast Max, Golden Flu, All-in-One. Celebrate comeback season with Mucinex, Fast Max, Golden Flu, All-in-One. It's maximum strength formula. Tackles up to nine cold and flu symptoms. Try Mucinex All-in-One and get $5 cash back to celebrate your comeback. Visit FastMaxCashBack.com. Use as directed. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time! This is Common Man and T-Bone. By the way, the listeners have spoken... When we asked what was the most popular soundbite that we play. Yeah. And the Paul Keels sneeze takes all. Okay. And oh, actually, I, f- I found some other ones that we rarely play. Give it to me. All right. This is uh, Paul Keels sneezing as they go to the break. Oh, crap. Oh, look at that. Here, here, I'm ready. Amateur hour. Be quiet. You're listening. <laughs> Bless me Bless to the Ohio State IMG Sports Network. The worst time. As you're in the middle of the read to get uh, out of the break, he had like a, a second and a half later, he could have sneezed as loud as he wanted, but he had right, to this do it is, there. This is <laughs> it sucks. It sucks. This I feel is 21 for seconds. This is multiple sneezes during this time span. Sanders brings it out of the key, bounces it out on the right point. Baker now to come top of the key. Candido saw ball return to Sanders. <coughs> Excuse me, added the key, top of the circle free. <coughs> Freeman into the lane, drive shot up, no good. Rebound Andre Wesson, Ohio State. Outlet to Dockage. Who gives it up out of the key for Kata Bates Diop. That sucks. Again, for people, I know most people don't do this for a living. You wouldn't know this. Like, when Mike and I have to cough, I just turn my microphone off. Now I'm off. I'm way over here. Hey, I'm back. I can do that anytime I want to. Where Paul is sitting at these games, he has a headset microphone on. It is not that easy. There's not a way for him to just reach over, turn his microphone off, cough, and turn it back on. And, of course, you're in the middle of calling a game, too, so it's kind of obvious, even if he could turn his microphone off. So I'm, we're laughing at this, but acknowledging that if we were in the same situation, we would have a hundred of these where we would be coughing why left why, and right. Why can't we just laugh at it? Why do you have to have, like, the big, long story? Because I just want people to understand why they're like, why? Because I don't want Paul to get, like, why don't you just turn your microphone off? I didn't say that. Well, I'm just telling you, that's that's why he doesn't turn right, it off, because he can't. I have more sneezes. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> punched that himself out on that yeah, one. That was a harsh sneeze. Uh, one more. more? Excuse me. <laughs> that that one, one shorted out the system. The whole, excuse me. The, the Ohio State Radio Network just collapsed right. under the weight of that sneeze. Right, let me pay off on this tease. Finally. Uh, Thank God Ryan Day has gotten himself a quarterback for the 2023 class. Lincoln Kineholes. Is that right? I think so. He is from South Dakota. All right. He originally verbaled to Washington. He has flipped to Ohio State. He put this on social media. After long talks, talks and consideration, I I and very blessed with this opportunity. Okay. I am. I am very blessed. Uh, thank you to everybody. Been along for the ride. Excited to announce I'm committing to Ohio State football. Hashtag go Buckeyes and a little mural of him outside the shoe wearing various... Buckeye uniforms. Mm. Let him live. Yeah, so he's 6'3", 185 pounds, goes to Pierre Riggs High School in Pierre, South Dakota. The hotbed. Yeah. Um, so it says, here, again, I'm looking at what the composite rankings are. They have him as the number 211 prospect, number 14 overall quarterback in the class. 
This comes after four-star Tennessee quarterback Brock Glenn committed to the Buckeyes and then decommitted and decided to go to, I think Florida State is where Brock Glenn yeah, is now right. going. Anyway, so this is the kind of replacement in the class for that. Now, I don't know how good of a quarterback he will be. I have no idea. But some of his high school videos, there are videos of him because he's also a basketball player. And he and apparently a baseball player too, and a baseball right? player. And the video I saw of him, like, I mean, taking it to the rim and dunking over guys and definitely can get up. He's very athletic and also hitting dingers. So you got a quarterback. I mean, you know, who knows if he's going to play and to what level he will play when he eventually gets here. But yeah, a guy who can hit home runs and dunk a basketball feels like that's a guy who might be able to like scramble six yards, pick up a first down says he's more of a pocket passer, likes to hang in the pocket, and if he does move, it's to move the pocket a little bit and then throw it down the field. So, all right. I mean, they say arm strength is something he's going to have to work on when he gets to this level, but all right. I'm 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 interested to see what he can do. Can he win this job next year? No. Thank you. I would think not. No. I would think not. I have a variety of sneezes to choose from. Great. Let's hear them. <laughs> Excuse me. That's Ted. Ted sneezing? When yeah. did you sneeze? That was me faking a sneeze. That that was back oh, when I, see. I was doing a bunch of our sound bites, just I faking see. them. Yes, I forgot. <laughs> Excuse me. Can you guess this sneeze? Okay. <laughs> Do you know give who me, that give is? Give me that again. All right. Can you guess this former fan staffer's sneeze? <laughs> okay. It was very high pitched. I'm going to say that's uh, Spiels. You are correct. Chris Spielman sneeze. Let's hear it again. <laughs> At first, I thought maybe that was a Lori sneeze when you said former staffer, but then I thought, no, it's probably not. It's probably Spiels because I think he used to get into that higher register sometimes. And the rest is all Keel stuff. <laughs> Excuse me. That's the that's, that's the, the OG. That's the main OG sneeze. Excuse me. We play that one too. Yep. <laughs> Excuse me. We do that one. I think this is my favorite. We just played it, but this toss to break sneeze. I think this is my favorite. You're listening. <laughs> Bless me to the Ohio State IMG Sports Network. He blessed himself. Yeah. Well, you have to at that point. You're in the middle of talking. There's no way around it. I love it. And I and I again, I feel for him in the moment, but I love it. I love it too. You want some more uh, wild card Wednesdays? Why not? Plenty of them. Absolute drunken orgies. Uh, let's that's not. See. That's not right. No, that's not the thing you're supposed to play. Thad says, a more, this is a nonsensical, would you rather? Thank you. If you could change the look of your man package to that of an animal, what animal would it be? And then he says, a leaper, Loch Ness whale peen. I'm just reading his tweet. That's his choice? Well, no, he's asking, would you change it to like, you know, Muggsy's leaper, the dog that your neighbor used to have. Uh, the Loch Ness whale peen. I don't think a Loch Ness monster is a whale, but I get what you're saying. Um, I don't. I would not change anything. I have no use at this point for my genitals. I would have a flea's genitals, like the small. What is the smallest genitals? Red Hot Chili in the Peppers world? flea. I think he's no. I think he's doing all right. Like given, the, the, given animal, the sock placement I've seen, the insect, oh, the flea. I see the smallest genitals possible. That's what I want. Gotcha. I have no use. I I, I would chop them off if I could. Yeah, you've talked about wanting to be a Ken doll. Be smooth down there is what I've heard you say. I have no use for it at this point. As a younger man, yes. I enjoyed, probably well, would have added some length. And let's just let's just let's just for a second. I mean, if you were to add some animal 
dong situation, <laughs> right? What are we doing? Well, is this Beauty and the Beast? Well, I'm just saying, if you do that, right, then I think everyone who you would ever encounter where you're like, what do you think of this? They would say, I'm terrified. I'm not ever going to be around you ever again. Why did you choose to do this? You're in a Shoney's, too. <laughs> you're... You're at the Sunday Look bar. at it. A giraffe. Can you believe it? Put it away. No. No one wants to see that. You've just ordered a pizuki. <laughs> I think there would be a lot of buyer's remorse is what I'm saying. People coming in like, oh, yeah. Speaking I'm of good. buyer's remorse by the airport. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you about my no. whale peen. <laughs> no. By the way, like blue whale, we're talking like the size of a, I don't know, like a, like a large animal. The blue whale is the biggest thing no, to ever live on Earth. Just its member yes. is the size of like an elephant. Well, you can't have that. No. What are we talking about? It, you would just ride around on it. That It would be the mode of transportation for you. That's what would happen. Why would you want that? Sounds horrible. Uh, on campus, all the news and notes you need coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. An earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of Steltzer Road and McCutcheon Road. All lanes have reopened in that area. And traffic is slow on westbound 670 between Grandview Avenue and I-70. Plan about a five-minute slowdown. The Strap Report is sponsored by GeneratorFranchise.com. Millions protect their homes from power outages with Generac Generators. Would you like to be a part of this lucrative industry? Generator Supercenter, the nation's number one Generac Generator dealer, has limited franchise opportunities in your area. Learn more at GeneratorFranchise.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Come for the obesity, stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hey, check out the Common Man and T-Bone podcast. It is sponsored by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling, wherever you get your audio. Google, Spotify, Apple, we are there. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge, including some podcast extras like flashback episodes. Oh, yeah. You can't get it on the radio. We like that. Right. That's fun. Leave us a nice review, too. We appreciate it. By the way, uh, it is a wild card Wednesday. I just want to point out that I saw this on Twitter. Now, I know the algorithm can show you different things based on what you're searching or what you're looking for, but this says trending in the United States. Milf Manor. Yes. So on 30 Rock, the old show with Tina Fey, Alec Baldwin, that show, right? They had a premise on the show where they pitched an idea called MILF Island. TLC is actually putting a show out there called MILF Manor. It premieres Sunday, January 15th, and I guess they're putting hot older women in a house where there will be eligible bachelors and it will be a dating show. Mm-hmm. And all the eligible bachelors are like half their age. We've gone a long way from the original intent of TLC, which stands for the learning channel. Right. It used to be all educational programming and now MILF Manor. I mean, I'm going to watch. I'm going to at least tune in and see Zach what's going Wilson's on. Zach Wilson's on the show. <laughs> 
By the way, this leads to a wild card Wednesday real quick before we get to on right, campus. Come on, let's go. Uh, so I'm trying to find the tweet. Oh, it was uh, Thad who said... We got what are, two for Thad? What is this, amateur hour? Well, he he's apparently very busy posting his tweets. He had this one that reminded me of this thing. He said, what are movie tropes that you hate? For him, it's when a science fiction movie folds up a piece of paper and shoves a pencil through it to explain a wormhole. He doesn't like that. He assumes the movie is unoriginal if they do that. Okay. I can't stand, I don't really have a movie trope thing, but a TV show thing that will make me not want to watch, which is why I won't watch Milf Manor for more than probably a segment, is they will do something where they will lead you to a cliffhanger and then instantly go, when we come back. And it's like, you know, some other extreme thing. And then you got to sit through eight minutes of commercials. No, I'm instantly out on that. I'm done. Okay. Now you know. On campus. Common Man and T-Bones. On campus, the latest college sports news and notes. Sponsored by the O Online, your local gather spot for pizza, sports, and all things on and around campus. I have to remind myself every single week, it's not B-O, it's the O. The O. The O. That's right. Not B-O. Um, so this is kind of a big deal. Arizona basketball, the uh, you know scandal that's been going on for years there with Sean Miller and assistants. Paying players was I think it was DeAndre Ayton. I don't know why I said his name. Sean Miller's gone now. He's at Xavier now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean Miller's at Xavier, but DeAndre Ayton, who was like star player when he went to Arizona, I believe was the player that got paid, among others. Anyway, the investigation into that, which is a long time coming, the independent resolution panel, which I guess is part of the governing body within somewhere in the NCAA that was looking at all this, they have now ruled that. Sean Miller will face zero sanctions All right. in this situation. So you might say, oh, I guess they didn't have enough evidence to get anyone. No, that's not true because one of the assistant coaches, Emmanuel Richardson, a.k.a. Book Richardson, was given a 10-year show cause penalty for accepting $60,000 in bribes and a lack of cooperation in the case. So he was bribed by someone to not... Talk about what happened in the case. He got a 10-year show cause penalty. Sean Miller, who was actually the head coach of this program and his boss, he got nothing. Well, you know what? I'll give him credit for this. He was smart enough not to leave any evidence or a paper trail. Apparently. Right? Apparently. I mean, it's not like they're going to go some sort of conspiracy to keep Sean Miller out of trouble. They don't care. He's at Xavier. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's conspiracy. Right. I'm, I'm just saying, saying it's I, ridiculous. Yeah, of course it's ridiculous. But you're looking at this situation and a guy got a 10-year show cause penalty who was an assistant, but not the head coach in that situation. What's it, what was nothing. his name, the assistant coach? Book Richardson. Book Richardson probably had a file in his, his office that said bribe money <laughs> on the manila folder. Maybe. Um, and also this, we've talked about this school before. Division three school, Grinnell, they um they like to shoot. They like to shoot a lot. They like to shoot the three. They're known as one of the highest scoring teams. I think they had a player who broke the all-time record for points in a game. Grinnell was a vampire wrestler, too. Right, Teddy? Oh, no, that's Gangrel. Grinnell was playing Emmaus Bible College on Thursday last week. Every single one of of their 111 shots that they took were three-pointers. Wow. Wow. They took Every 111 one? three-pointers in the game to set the record for the most three-point attempts. Now, they connected on 40 of them, 
which means they shot 36% from beyond the arc in a 124-67 blowout. They uh, they did get four points from the free throw line, in case you're wondering, hey, how'd they hit all those threes and end up with 124? Well, that's why. Uh, in either case, that is two made three-pointers shy of Grinnell's own single-game record set four years ago against Emmaus when they made 42 three-pointers in a win. So apparently Grinnell either only plays Emmaus College or they hate Emmaus College and just say, every time we play them, we're going to roll it up. We're going to run One it up. One of the biggest rivalries in sports. Emmaus and Grinnell. That's right. That's right. Uh, Jalen Hyatt, Tennessee standout wide receiver, has declared for the NFL draft. The Bolitnikoff Award winner worked his way into first round consideration for the upcoming NFL draft. He is apparently going to seek that out. He will How not he play do it? in the Orange Bowl against Clemson. How did he do it? What do you mean? Whenever you say I declare, I picture someone like Foghorn Leghorn. Oh. Like, I, I do, I do declare. Mm-hmm. I see. When I do that accent earlier in the week, you're like, what kind of accent is that? When you do it, it's funny. I see. I didn't hear anybody laughing. You can't. It's the radio. You didn't laugh. Wasn't laughing at you. Ted didn't laugh. Yeah, that's right. What else you got? Nothing? Uh, Clemson defensive star Miles Murphy and also Trent Simpson, both of whom are projected first-round picks. Pick! They are both declaring for the NFL draft, so they, too, will skip the same Orange Bowl that uh, Jalen Hyatt's skipping. So no one's going to play in that game. (laughs) Two teams that have orange in the school colors playing in the Orange Bowl will have none of the players that are any good. So Mm -hmm. good times. Right. There you go. Thanks. You're welcome. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. An earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of Steltzer Road and McCutcheon Road. All lanes have reopened, but plan on some residual slowdowns as traffic continues to recover. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio Association of County Behavioral Health Authorities. Sometimes life can be overwhelming. Crisis text line can help. If you're struggling and feel like you can't talk to anyone about it, text for 4 hope to 741741. Free confidential support crisis text line. Text 4 hope to 741741 now. On the NRA with fan traffic. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer is coming up at 534. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Uh, Colin says, my guys, uh, why does the ad airing now with Chops start, hey, it's Chops and not hi. Chops here. Poor writing. That's all. Hey, it's Chops. Well, Chops could uh, change that. He decided not to adopt the high as his signature thing, but maybe he will say I never even say that high. <laughs> he does say that to us often. That's correct. Um, Urban's Little Meyer says, my guys, you could transport any member of your family back in time. It cannot be within their lifetime. Who would you choose? Where and when would you send them and why? I would take my parents back to the dawn of time just to find out who's right. (laughs) 
I think that'd be uh, pretty interesting. I, what would I do? I don't know what I would do. My first thought is I'm going to send somebody back to get eaten by a dinosaur or something. Okay. But who am I going to send? Are, are you saying that because you can't pick one person? Yeah. Out I can't of the pick many one candidates in your family that you would choose? Yeah. But you picked both your you know parents. What? You know what? I didn't think of this. I was I was more being facetious. A serious one. I would. So I can't take anyone back in my family to their lifetime. I would take my kids to like our wedding or something like that. So they oh, could that's, see. That's interesting. You know what I mean? Like they could see yeah. the moment where mom and dad got married. And then I I wouldn't let them see anything else beyond that. But yeah. that would, you know, the moment where we I got would married. Ta- I would take my daughter back to... Uh, the the moment of conception, so she could watch. You would do that. She could watch that. Well, then that. I this mean, this is how mommy and daddy made you. Boy, that. But then there would be a moment where suddenly, you know, depend on you. Then all of a sudden, it's like, and and we're gone, and you can't you can't see any more beyond that. Yeah. So that's interesting. Good question. Yeah. Uh, Kyle says his all time favorite bit that we do. Yep. Was the Larry King and Rimmer bits? Yep. Where Rimmer wants Larry to put hookers in the trunk. <laughs> tell me when it's done. I love says, that. It always cracks me up when Rim says, tell me when it's done. <laughs> yes. Is that your favorite? Yeah, I love that too. Yeah. The it, it, Okay, that's good. I didn't know that that one had so much staying power, but what I'm did, glad what it does. Did we, uh, what do we call that one? It had to do with On Thin Ice. No. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's yeah, because we it. Had, it was a fake movie. We were right? making yeah. fun of... I think they were saying the Tanya Harding story or something was yes. caught on thin ice, and then we made a parody of that with Rimmer. We had a whole other story for Rimmer and Larry King. I don't know what I did with it. No, well, that's a that's a shame. I thought we'd have that one. Here's another Rimmer, just off topic. Okay, go ahead. He's 18 years old, but he's he, he's got a man's body. Right. That's the thing hockey people say. It is. Uh, Mitch says, "My yes. guys, uh, what's your policy on farting?" Who will you fart around and how public of a place will you fart? I I keep it close to the vest. I don't fart in public. I will fart around the family. Oh, absolutely. But I mean, you have to. Well, you don't. Yeah, you do. No, I know that. But I'm telling you, I know people who claim in all their years of marriage, they've been married double digit years. That's ridiculous. They claim they've never farted in front of each other. Relationship that is. I, I, I have a good one. I hold it for her. <laughs> I hold it till I'm Just around her so it. she can she can savor it and enjoy it. Now let me ask you this cuz as someone who does hold his farts in in public when I get a chance to go to the bathroom, you know, the first I don't know 30 seconds of that are going to be some, you know, letting off some steam. Okay. Right? If you're someone who says I don't fart in front of my significant other, when you get home and you're like, "All right, well, hey, I don't want to I'm going to go in the bathroom." You shut the door, you can turn the fan on whatever. They're still going to hear like, like they're going to hear all that. You're that's you farting. You're in front, like they can hear it. So why, why not just do it in front of them? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. I think I found the rumor thing. Oh, good. In the world of professional hockey announcing, there's always pressure to perform. Uh, You know, Rima, I, uh, I don't think I can fit any more hookers in the back of this trunk. Larry, I don't pay you to think I pay you to do. For Jeff Rimmer, the price of fame cost him a fortune. There are 17 Saigon hookers in this trunk. Shut There's up, no Larry. way we can fit any more. You've, you've got to sob for <laughs> sake. On thin ice, the Jeff Rimmer story. 
Tell me when it's done. In theaters this winter. Most unbelievable part of that is Rimmer having a sob. Sobs are for losers. We know what Rims is driving. Polestar. <laughs> He's riding That's that Polestar. Right. Give yeah. me a Polestar. <laughs> me and James Harden in the champagne room. <laughs> right. Uh, That's his favorite thing we've ever done? That thing? I guess. Ted, I, what's your favorite thing we've ever done? Um, the no, that, That's pretty good. The... The Sergey one's uh, pretty good too. Oh, the come to my van oh, dealership. The, the net problem. Yes, we, problem. I feel like we just played. That. I think we, we did, have. We, yeah. we did. I don't want to play. You know. It again. You know what? One of my favorite things was that was ever done on the show, and it was when I first started working here as a producer on the show before what? I was hosting. It was when Urban Meyer had just taken the job, and we were trying to find a funny angle with how to like start that off. And then we had heard these stories of like as soon as Urban took the job, like some four star kid. Flipped, flipped, yep, and decided to come to Ohio State. And we were saying, how how is that happening? And we and our idea that we came up with back in the office, and then you guys did it on the air, and it was my favorite thing. Was it would be like Brett Bielema sitting there when he was with Wisconsin. He's like, well, kid, if you come here and play, you're gonna be pretty good. Blah blah blah. And then all of a sudden, out oh, of nowhere, the door busts open, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh my God! It's Urban Meyer. He's here. He's here. And then we would just do that every time some kid flipped to go to Ohio State or some kid picked Ohio State over everybody else. I don't know how many years we broken him in half! (laughs) That was one of my favorite things that we had going on the show for a while. Not only that, we did, like, videos with it. Remember? I forgot about that. We had an Urban Meyer bobblehead. Yes. And we would have, like, another, like, action figure or something. Yeah. And be like, ah! I forget what it was. But I don't then remember why that Urban's was, bobblehead yeah. would come in, yes, and kill that other action figure. That's right. I can tell you the one of the worst things that we've ever done. Oh, What's boy. that? This show, Linsanity. Oh God, yes, that was again. That was when I was a producer here. I got to find that one. And that is Torg, awful. Bone. And Torg yes. wanted me to sing. What is, I, ha- I have it. Well, it was because uh, Vir- it's, it's virtual, insanity, virtual insanity, but it was, but it was for was, Jeremy Lin. Yes, when he was going off and scoring all those points. Yeah, and hey. I said, I can't sing. And you guys said, tell me when it's done. And you just made me do this. And it was awful. It is awful. The at all. Well, gets the ball. Who can tell what magic spells he'll be doing for us. And he's giving all his love to this world. Only to be told. Jeremy, you can't play with Carmelo and the knee. Oh. And nothing's going to change the way he plays. Because Melo always takes... But this goes for a minute. This goes it's for another so, minute. I, told, I can't... I told you guys... My skin is crawling. I said at the time, I can't sing. I can write the lyrics for it. We can make... I can get the music. If you know someone who can sing, and, and you guys both said, no, you sing it. And I had to go in well, a booth. How about this one? No, this is, this don't another, even, don't this, even do it! This is another T-Bone no. original. I just want to point out, I didn't know either of these songs before I had to sing them. That's true. Hey, Rex, keep the team together. The quarterback you're getting has been known to pray whenever. We'll run the wild cat tonight, so stick around. Oh, my God. Oh, God. You're going to get an extra draft pick in the seventh round. 
Say, Mangold and Rebus, have you told them yet? Because they've got... All right, I can't. That's Tebow and the Jets. Tebow and the Jets. Tebow and the Jets. Which is the... I mean, again, it was one... This is what we used to do, was we would have... Tebow and the Jets would pop into our heads, and we'd go, yeah, let's do that. And then we would never think, hey, how will we execute that? Can anyone on this show sing? No. That doesn't stop us. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't want to jump in and sing, though, because you like to sing. No, I like to humiliate you. Well, you got... You got your wish. I don't know if it was worth it for your own ears to have to hear it, but it was brutal. We also have a Rod movie and Tanya Harding movie. Oh, I think I don't we, remember. I those. think that was when we did the Rimmer on Thin Ice. We came up with other. We did like a Tanya Harding was the original. That was a movie that was coming out, and then we parodied that with Rimmer. And then I have no idea what the A Rod. You want to hear the A Rod one? No, but I'm sure you'll play it. I will. In the world of Major League Baseball, there's always pressure to perform. You know, Alex, um, I think it might be time for you to cycle off some of these drugs that we're using I don't care what you think. I don't pay you to think. For Alex Rodriguez, the price of fame costs a fortune. You're growing female genitalia. That's not part of the plan that we had here. I'm not comfortable with this. Bruce Jenner's comfortable with this. On Thin Ice, the Alex Rodriguez story. Let me know when it's done. In theaters this fall. See, that wasn't tell me when it's done. It's let me know when it's done. Yeah, why didn't we do tell me when I don't, it's done? I don't we know. We should have been consistent on that. In the world of figure skating, there's always pressure to perform. Tanya, I'm I'm really not comfortable with what you're laying I out here. I don't care if you're comfortable. I yeah. don't pay you to think. I pay you to do. For Tanya Harding, the price of fame cost a fortune. You're describing assault on one of your fellow Olympic athletes. She's on She's our team. She's living my life. I want to be having sex with Troy Aikman. I want people to love me. They love her. And you're going to take her out. On Thin Ice, the Tanya Harding story. Let me know when it's done. Coming to theaters Again. this spring. No. Why? Why didn't we no. have the continuity? The line was, let me know when it's done. And then when we did Rimmer, you switched it up to, tell me when it's done. No, and then that's I'm, the only what? one I'm, we ever I'm play. That's the only one we ever play. So that now became the line. I know. I'm stupid. No, no. That's just, I remember we played all three of these like in one segment, like back to back to back. Right. And that was the stupid joke. It's another great rundown. Today. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mobile Center. Part of the 5G T-Mobile Network. Let me know when it's done. Is what Leanna is saying every segment. Every segment. Every segment. What's next? Who cares? More wild card wins. Uh, Draymond Green wants public executions. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Sign me up. Watch out for an accident on I-70 eastbound before Route 315. Plan on some slowdowns since they work to get this clear and some rain showers moving throughout the area. This could be affecting the visibility of the roadways. Please use extra caution as you're driving. Traffic report is sponsored by Donato's Pizza. Seems like lately we spend more and get less. Well, Donato says it's time to spend less and get more. Now you get $3 off when you spend $20 or more. Order at Donato's.com or the new app using promo code 3. Eliana Ray with fan traffic. 
spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer coming up at 534. We are, for some reason, we've fallen down the wormhole of playing old well, stupid you, bits. You know why we've fallen down that wormhole. It's because it's Wild Card Wednesday. Wow, wow. And we have lots of those bits to play. I think this is my favorite one that we've ever done. I don't know why. It just scratches me where I itch. All y- right. Your performance here is great. This is Yarmo calling up the Edmonton Oilers to make a trade. Okay, let me call this jabroni guy stupid make trade yarmo be happy hello hello edmonton oilers gm whose name i don't care about i want to make trade nobody cares what your name is i want to make trade Okay, well, we have several players available. Who are you interested in? I want you to give me Wayne Gretzky, Mark Messier, and the Polar Bear. Both of those players are are retired, and they don't play for us anymore, and I, I don't have a Polar Bear. I want a lifetime supply of poutine in my mouth. I, I don't know how to respond to that. I want you to take back Justin Bieber because he sucks and is stupid. And give me a maple syrup factory. Well, we don't want him either. We sent him down to you. I, we don't want him back. <sighs> you are making Yarmo's headache. How about you give me Neil Yakupov, Jordan Eberle, and I give you Adam Cracknell a bag of pucks in a big can of shut the f*** up. That doesn't sound like it's a very good trade on my end of things. I don't care about your end of things. Fair enough. I respect your opinion. I want you to say my name. Say, what does that mean? Say you your name. You know what my name is. I, I know what your name is, but why say do you want to Say my play? name. Yarmo. Yarmo Kekalainen. You're damn right. My pants just exploded right off my body. I don't know why. I'll tell you why. Because Yarmo is Yarmoing again. Have a good day. Your team sucks. Mine is great. Bye-bye. I feel so violated. You should. Click. <laughs> the, the, the click <laughs> at the end is what gets me. Uh, he can't just hang up the phone. No, that was... I mean, think about how he long ago... He dismisses you with right, the click. Yeah. Yarmo is not bothered by hanging up You phone. hang up first. I like that he has a phone that clicks. Honestly, that's great. Click. Nobody's phone does that anymore. Uh, that was back when Yarmo was in our good graces. We hadn't built a pile of poo for 10 years. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A brilliant sweep of a great team and then 
pile of poo. Mm-hmm. That we also have Yarmo calling Josh Anderson's agent. I don't. Oh, yeah, I don't remember this one though. It was probably along the same lines as what that was, but sure. Yeah, All let's... right, let me call this piece of stupid agent Josh Anderson, making my headache. I hate him. His dumb face. Thank you for calling. Uh, yes, this is Yarmo Kekalainen. Please I am, hold while I transfer your call. Oh, for the... Oh, God, I hate this stupid message. Oh, and good. Yes, is crappy pop music to hold. Yes, this is what I want. Put me in good mood so I talk to your dumb agent. Yes. Um, hello? Yes, hello. This is Yarmo. You are a piece of crap. Oh, I, I, oh, hello, Yarmo. Did you did you get the trade request? Did I you? understand that your client, Josh Anderson, want trade. We don't really feel like the contract negotiations are, are working out for our end of things. Okay, let me make you better offer. I send to you $50 more than previous offer and a free bag of sand for you to pound. I don't think that's exactly what my client is, is looking for at this time. Oh, well, then maybe you want trade. Yes? Yeah, I think that's you know best for both sides. Because if he doesn't get traded, I mean, he can go play for one of the wonderful European teams. This is a good idea. I think I trade your client to, let me see, go through Rolodex. Ooh, how about Regina Skankbags? That is good team, yes? I've never heard of that team before. I don't think that's a real team. I think maybe he could play for the Saskatoon Walking Piles of Crap. There you go. He could be their mascot, yes? Again, I've I've never heard of that team before. Let me tell you something. Yeah. You will not out Yarmo, Yarmo. Is this clear? I'm uh I'm regretting all of this. Okay. This is final offer. I give Josh Anderson piece of crap the exact contract he wants, but then you, Mr. Assface Agent Guy, have to fight me in a bare knuckle street brawl. I don't think that would work out for me. I think I would die in about 30 seconds. I think this would be fun for me. This is the only way I make deal. All right, I'm, I'm terrified of you. Whatever the last offer was, we'll take $2 million less. Have a good day. I will make you bleed your own blood. I like how Josh Anderson's agent mm-hmm. and the Edmonton GM appear to be the same person. Yeah, they do. Well, maybe that guy switched jobs right. after Yarmo made him Yarmo or whatever. Draymond Green... Wants public executions. Yeah, so Draymond was playing against the Milwaukee Bucks. Actually, so were the entirety of the Golden State Warriors, for whatever it's worth. And in this game, a fan was yelling something at him from under the basket. So Draymond had some words for him, went back up the court, came back down the court, and thought better of saying anything else to this fan. He went to the ref and said, hey, this guy's been awful. He apparently says the guy threatened his life. So... I mean, very well could have been. I don't know what the guy said, but clearly Draymond Green didn't like it. Told the referee, the referee kicked the guy out. This is after last, uh, a couple weeks ago, he also got into a different argument with a different fan at a different venue. And so Draymond was asked about, why did you have the guy kicked out? He explained the guy made some threats. And then he's had some comments. He said, people look at NBA players like they're superhuman. They're this larger than life figure. You get someone to say something back, the player gets fined. They go home and laugh with their buddies. He said, there are no real consequences. Yeah, you can't come back to the game, or even if you get arrested, nothing really happens. 
What should happen? Well, I mean, they got arrested. Wouldn't that be a thing happening? If he's if he's talking about public executions, I'm all for that, too. Draymond. Well, he then goes on and says, you just hope it gets to a point where the leagues can work with legislators to implement laws because that's the only thing that's really going to correct the issue. I mean, if the guy, I don't know what more you're looking for other than guy says, hey, Draymond Green, I hate your face and, you know, whatever, some other unsavory stuff. These people do say horrible things to players in sports. I totally acknowledge that. And then the guy gets kicked out of the game, possibly banned from the arena for life. A lot of times that happens. And then they make Sometimes it arrested. Sometimes they do get arrested. Then they get arrested. That's not good enough like, that's, that's not really a punishment. It's like, it's not? I don't want to get arrested. That would be... I, I wouldn't yell anything at Draymond Green or any other player anyway, but if I was inclined to do so, I would think, well, I don't want to get arrested. That I wonder would what suck. punishment he wants. That's what I'm saying. Maybe is, Draymond gets to put thumbtacks on your cuticles. Ooh, oh, ow. Yeah. Ow. That'll get you to think twice before opening your mouth. Yeah, I just don't think Draymond has really thought this through because he's saying we need something more than getting arrested. Okay, but the only other thing from like arrest is just like a public beating, I guess, because you get arrested. There are consequences. Those are the consequences. You're getting arrested. Now, maybe the punishment after you get arrested is a fine or a couple days in jail or something. But again, you do have laws in this country about freedom of speech. Can't say just anything, but it does get a little tricky if you're like, yeah, if you yell at an NBA player, jail for life. I don't think that's how that's going to work, Draymond. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer. Tell me what it's done. Is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. An accident causing heavy backups on 270 southbound after Roberts Road on the west outer belt. Please be careful in this area. You'll also find backups on I-70 eastbound before Route 315. An accident on the right side. Caution is advised. This traffic report is sponsored by Meyer. Save big at Meyer on your holiday ham. Right now, Meyer spiral sliced hams are just 89 cents a pound. That's right, just 89 cents a pound. So you can put more on everyone's plate. Limit two. See the Meyer app or Meyer.com for details. Eliana Ray with fan traffic. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Biggest name dropper of them all, the CBJ's Jeff Remmer. Sponsored by Buyers Imports, Hamilton Road by the airport. Every single Wednesday this here time, we talk to our guy, television voice of your Columbus Blue Jackets. It's name dropping with Jeff Remmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems fan guest hotline. Rims is doing what he always does on Wednesdays, and that is polishing up his pole star. Hello, Rims. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you? They actually roped you into doing some radio last night, huh? Yeah, yeah. I uh, actually enjoyed it. And I had a chance to work with Bob and provide some analysis and uh, got ready for tonight's show, watching the Blue Jackets, unfortunately, lose to Bobrovsky in Florida. And it wasn't a very good effort. Uh, on my part, I, I shouldn't say effort. The effort was there. The performance wasn't. And while it looked like the Blue Jackets were finally going to come out of uh, uh, maybe the doldrums as far as the power play is concerned, based on their game against the Los Angeles Kings scoring two power play goals, uh, disappointed they were uh, 
unable to score a power play goal in, in three opportunities. And in the first two periods, I think Bobrovsky was much busier than he was in the third when uh, the Jackets rarely tested him. Were you surprised to see Bob have success knowing that you know, he's sort of on the outs there, right? I mean, he's expensive. He's he's not playing like the best goaltender on that team. But you could you wouldn't know that last night watching the game. No, he had a solid effort. There's no question about that. And he needs to have a solid effort because you look at his record going in last night, 5-8-1. His goals against average uh, over 3.5 per game and a, a save percentage un-Bob-like at 8.84. But uh, he shut the door on the jackets, and I guess there's a little extra incentive uh, on Bobrovsky's part, and, and he needed to be better because uh, uh, so far Florida has struggled with him and Spencer Knight. Spencer Knight is now uh, ill, and uh, it's kind of gone through their dressing room, and Bobrovsky needed a big effort. And give him credit, he came through. Rims, we all thought we'd be seeing Patrick Laine and Johnny Goudreau win healthy on the same line together. They have been split apart instead, playing on separate lines, but Laine has played fairly well in that setup, and that has sparked some other things for Roslevic and Chinikov. you think that's a permanent thing we're going to see, or are they going to eventually join line A back up with Goudreau on the top line? I, I think as long as there's success and they have two lines, and, and the key there, T-Bone, is the fact that uh, the opposition can't uh, kind of look and focus on one line. Uh, they split them up. It gives Jack Roslevic, who I think uh, they got... Uh, hurt last night. I'm sure he's going to be fine here in, for Tampa tomorrow night. But Roslovic uh, has certainly uh, enjoyed playing with Line A, and he probably knows Patrick Line A better than anybody coming over, of course, in the trade for Dubois together. But uh, it's kind of uh, given him a new life, uh, just an outstanding game with uh, what a power play goal and a shorthanded goal against the Kings. He's skating better. And uh, back to your question, though, uh, you're going to see Line A and, and Goudreau on the power play. You're going to see them from time to time together. But if the Jackets can get two productive lines going at the top of, uh, of the lineup, I, I think that'll bode well as far as victories are concerned. At least Na- that's the hope. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer brought to you by Rimmer's Friends, Buyers Imports by the Airport. You want to talk about your friends, Rims? Do I ever turn down an opportunity? No. And I'm not doing it this time either. Uh, If you're in the market for a new car, and let me say, inventory of 2023s are in stock and ready for immediate delivery, whether you're looking for a Subaru or perhaps a Volkswagen, Audi, or uh, the spectacular new 2023 Porsches, or the Polestar. Polestar. By all means, head to Buyer's Imports by the airport. Rims, I got to ask the tough question. You know it's coming. A lot of people looking at the draft next year. A lot of Jackets fans looking at the draft and seeing Connor Bedard at the top of all the draft boards, but he's not the only one. It's a very deep draft. Anybody in the front office also acknowledging that perhaps that is the thing to be focused on, not for the players, not for the coaches, but are they acknowledging that that's something that Jackets fans are talking about it? It's something that you're going to hear throughout the rest of the season unless something changes. Is that thought permeating the building yet? No, no, no. They're never going to uh, say that uh, they're focusing on the draft. Having said that, though, Jarmo Kekalainen has already indicated he's going to spend a lot of time away from this Blue Jacket team and scouting. There's no doubt uh, the Blue Jackets, they're going to make some trades here 
uh, before the deadline and give uh, the players that are in uh, contracts that uh, perhaps are expiring an opportunity to play somewhere else and, and have a chance at winning the Stanley Cup and hopefully get one or two additional first-round picks. You're right. This is an extremely uh, deep draft. There are a number of centers. And as we all know, the Blue Jackets uh, need one and maybe even two top centers. And uh, with this draft being as exceptional as it is, why well, the Blue Jackets are certainly going to be focused on the draft. There's no question. But they're not going to say, yeah, we're turning our attention to Connor Bedard or Fantilli. And by the way, there are uh, the so-called uh, draft gurus are now suggesting, much like they do in football, that uh, Bedard and Fantilli are maybe a little bit closer than they were to start the season, and the gap is closing. But there are other centermen. There's a Russian centerman who's got some size and, and some grit uh, and some offense that uh, also is uh, moving up in the, in the draft board. So, yeah, we're going to hear about it. Uh, fans are obviously uh, going to focus on it. Bedard is an outstanding talent. Uh, he'll play for Canada in the World Junior, and he'll be on world display. And uh, I'm actually quite uh, interested to watch him play. He's been there before. He was the youngest player to play in the uh, Western Hockey League. Uh, he's already been to a couple of World uh, Junior Championships, and that'll be the focus come a couple of weeks uh, from now, just after Christmas. All right, Rims, you're in your home base, South Florida. I'm sure you have names to drop. Give them to me. Well, I'm going to mention uh, a name that I've mentioned in the past, but I have an unbelievable story to tell you, and it just goes to show how huge this guy's ego is, and you know him well. And, of course, he is the former president and general manager and at times coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets and Doug McLean. And uh, Bobby Orr uh, was thinking of coming to the game last night. He called me, and as I hung up with him, he said that he couldn't make it to the game. Uh, my phone rang, and it was Doug McLean. And Doug calls, and he says, you won't believe this hockey story. So I said, you know, lay it on me. He says, I was playing golf at Seagate, which is an exclusive South Florida golf course. And there was a couple, uh, husband and wife, behind us. And, and they were kind of uh, almost on top of us. But it's not that we were playing slow. And golfers can certainly appreciate that. So we get to nine. And at the turn, we get a beer and a hot dog. And this guy comes up to me and says, hey, Doug McLean. And Doug turns around and looks at him. Should I know who you are? And the guy introduced himself. Mario Lemieux. Oh, Mario man, Lemieux. No. Who oh, every, yeah, God. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, Doug, if I were you, I don't tell too many people that story. Now, I'll tell it on name dropping, but you'd think he said it in a self-deprecating uh, effort, but it wasn't. It was to brag that Mario Lemieux knew who Doug McLean was. Well, why wouldn't he? It was 1996. The Florida Panthers defeated Pittsburgh in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Final. Mario Lemieux was still playing for the Penguins at the time. Everybody knows Mario Lemieux. I drove to the game last night with Dale Talon, the former general manager Man. of the Florida Panthers, and uh, I told Dale that story. He almost drove off the Sawgrass Expressway. He couldn't believe it. And I said, Doug, either you're going senile or your ego is much bigger than I ever expected. <laughs> that is so on brand for Doug. Not just not to recognize Marley Mew, but when somebody says, are you Doug McClain? 
for him to respond, should I know who you are? Oh, man. Not, right. not oh, yes, I am. Uh, and you yeah. are? Like, yeah, yeah. Just even yeah. something nice in that way. Wow. I like how you worked I mean, in Bobby Orr and Dale Talon to this story. That's well, always but good. These are all people that these are all people that I talk to on a daily basis. I'm sorry. I got it's it. It's just me. Right. And I talk to Mick, Mike Riccardotti as often as I can, as often as he'll take my phone call, Which as is often he'll answer my test. Never. <laughs> are you okay? You sound uh, under the weather. No, I'm fine. Oh, I'm right. fine. I'm just. I, I, I'm just a little. Uh, well. Uh, listen, uh, we want to see this team win. You guys want to see. I listened to your show uh, the day after uh, the disappointing performance last uh, Wednesday. I guess it was Thursday's game and uh, against Buffalo. And uh, I knew, uh, uh, oh, boy, uh, w- that was not really the Columbus. That was a one-off for the Blue Jackets. I, I really believe that. And it was unacceptable. And the organization certainly addressed it. The players addressed it in a uh, – a meeting, uh, players only, immediately after the game for some 15 minutes. And uh, I promise you, I don't think the Jackets will play uh, that ineffectively again. At least that's my hope. All right. Thank you, Rimmer. We'll talk to you next week. I look forward to it. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident blocking the right lane of 670 eastbound after Cassidy. Traffic is bumper to bumper from 5th Avenue in this area. Keep an eye out for the emergency crews that remain on scene trying to get things cleaned up. About a 15-minute backup. This traffic report is sponsored by FanDuel. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, get your money paid fast. This football season, make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. Eliana Ray with Fan Traffic. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. Tito is in for Timmy Hall tonight. I have no idea where he is. That's all right. Well, he barged in here yesterday. I thought he'd do the same today. It's all right. It's fine. We'll uh, uh, soldier on without him. Then By it's the- uh, Inside Edge at 7 o'clock. Yeah. It is also, Mike, Wild Card Wednesday here on the phone. I have a prize to give away, or you do have a, a prize $50 to give away. $50 gift card from Romeo's Pizza. Uh, I'm going to give this one to Hall Beast, who tweeted us and said, which fan personality would make the best WWE manager? Oh, manager. That's yeah, a good one. Not wrestler. Because, I mean, any you know, all the former athletes would make the best wrestlers. I mean, you only see me or Mike in trunks. But, like, I think you would actually be a very good manager because you'd know how to push some buttons. You'd give you'd cut a good promo. You could handle all that. I think it's between me and Matt Hayes. Yeah, Matty Ice. Ice would he would love the role of being a manager in a wrestling match. He loves pro wrestling. He appreciates it, and he would definitely play it up to the crowd. Yeah, I think he'd be really good at that. He'll throw salt right in your face. Oh yeah, I'm trying to think who else would be besides those two. Like Beamer's too much of a baby face for that. Like he, I don't think he would work well unless you gave him 
some kind of really obnoxious gimmick. Like, well, like, um, who, uh, uh, why am I blanking on Reverend Love, uh, Brother Love. Brother. Yeah, I don't know why I call him Reverend Love. Reverend, well, he was, he <laughs> he was, was kind of like a reverend. Brother Love, back in the day, he had like kind of a boyish face, but then he was just over the top annoying with the I way he was. You. Right. Like, I don't think Beamer, though, is, is that type of guy. He's just, he's too likable. I need a manager that someone could occasionally see becoming the villain. You know what I mean? Tim and Hall. Timmy Hall would absolutely fit that bill, too. Now that you say that, Ted. Yeah. Oh, he'd be the villain. Yeah. Tim would be great at that. Uh, here's some tidbits for you. You ready? Yeah. Alex Ovechkin had a hat trick last night to get to 800 career goals. He celebrated by having sex with his Putin cabbage patch doll after the game. So congratulations mm. to yeah, him. You know it. Uh, Baker has been named NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Of course he has. I've never doubted him for a second. He Mike. is slated to start when the Rams face the Packers on Monday night. John Wolford possibly out for that game, yeah, I guess? Yeah, I think they're saying he's out for that, yeah. and okay. Baker is in. Yes. Uh, Grant Wall's wife says he died of an aortic aneurysm. She yeah. says no amount of CPR or shocks could have done anything. It's just a sad, tragic yeah, story. Yeah, that was a story that broke. It was He was covering the Argentina-Netherlands game and was in the press box and had this medical issue. And so when that story came out, it was obviously very concerning, very worrisome. Hearing that it's an aortic, an aortic aneurysm, they say less than 10,000 people a year in the U.S., die of this but it's something to do with like the the artery itself essentially gets like a a bubble a tear it. yeah and then it tears and so like she said i mean she's a doctor she would understand this stuff better than any of us but it doesn't sound like this would have been something there was a, a question about why there weren't like defibrillators available to him i mean that's still a that good is a good question, question but it but apparently wouldn't have helped in it this wouldn't situation. have mattered yeah. i guess unless there's a surgeon there yeah. Ready to cut him open and solve the problem. Yeah. He was destined to die, unfortunately. Yeah. And I do wonder, I don't I don't know the answer, because he had complained for like a week or two prior to this of having a cough and all these other things. I don't I mean, I know when you have heart issues as they're getting to their worst, like sometimes that can cause other issues. Or make right, because your body's under stress. Or it could be a coincidence. But either way, yeah, just that is sad and and uh feel for his family on that. All right, back page, hit it. <laughs> The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. All right, man. So, uh, Christopher Nolan needs to calm the hell down. All right? Christopher Nolan, who has directed tons of films, Inception being one of them, where he opted to do a couple big fight scenes without any CGI. Well, apparently, for the next movie he is working on called Oppenheimer, which is what you might think it is, J. Robert Oppenheimer, the physicist who's called the father of the atomic bomb. This stars Killian Murphy, who will be playing Oppenheimer in this movie. It's all about how they developed the atomic bomb. He says they recreated the Trinity test, which is the where they tested the atomic bomb out in New Mexico, I believe. He said they recreated this supposedly without CGI. So no CGI, just I don't, an atomic detonation. Well, something that looked like what the atomic detonation would have looked like or what we have evidence of it looking like. 
So he said, uh, I think recreating the Trinity test without the use of computer bra- graphics was a huge challenge to take on. His visual effects supervisor, whose name is Andrew Jackson, for what's, what it's worth, nice. said I got him on board early on, was looking at how we could do a lot of the visual elements of the film practically, from representing quantum dynamics and quantum physics to the Trinity test itself, to recreating with my team Los Alamos up on a mesa in New Mexico in extraordinary weather, a lot of which was needed for the film. In terms of the very harsh conditions out there, there were huge practical challenges, but he says they did it, or they have done most of it. He said, we're getting the shots back now. We think it looks really good. Can't wait to see it when the whole film is put together, but all right. I'm probably in to watch that movie for whatever it's worth, but I just, I don't know. Why wouldn't you just use CGI? You have the ability to. Maybe it'll look so much better. He is know. Christopher Nolan, the Kevin Stefanski of directing. He's de- no, <laughs> except he's, he's way more successful. Say, he's been successful. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Even Christopher Nolan's like Jacoby Brissett on fourth what down. What are you doing, what man? That, man, you're overthinking it. CGI some Deshaun Watson you gotta, there and you call it a day. Simplify that game plan. <laughs> now, excuse me, I got to go recreate an atomic explosion. <laughs> All right, Buckeye shows up next. We'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident on South Hamilton Road, southbound at I-70. This accident does involve injuries. Please be careful over here. Traffic is bumper to bumper and continues to build. About a 20-minute slowdown is expected as things get cleaned up. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real fresh, real low prices at your local Fresh Time Market. This week's save on blueberries, raspberries, or blackberries. Just two for $3 now through December 25th. Get real. On the NRA with fan traffic. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. A Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.